0: Oh, my God, Steve, help. What? I've just noticed that I am nude from the pants up. What am I to do? Wow, you're putting it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm getting that rock and roll Putin look, and <laughs> I'm just not fond of it. My nipples are exposed, as well, well as my chest hair. Let me
1: tell you, Ben this is very fortunate for you because today's show is sponsored by clairvoyant clothing oh
0: my god clairvoyant clothing that sounds like something i could probably find on instagram why you could at clairvoyant clothing company oh my gosh that's fantastic what are they gonna do for me to help me with my upper nudity situation (laughs) Upper (laughs)
1: upper nudity well ben Clairvoyant Clothing is a horror and occult-themed casual clothing brand. They offer large eye-catching designs, as well as small chest pocket
0: prints, and even plain black tees, if that's more your style. Oh, man. You know what? I formerly was really into plain white tees, but past that phase now. But, Stephen, I don't have tons of money in my pocket right now. Whatever am I to do? Are these expensive? (laughs) Wow. Ben. T-shirts and tank tops start at just 1666. Oh, that's the pricing of the beast the pricing of the beast
1: <laughs> And sizes range from small to 3 XL so there's something for every gender size
0: and shape. I'll take mine in extra medium. That's the mediumest. The the most medium (laughs) of all. Wow, that's utterly fantastic, Steve. This is really going to help me get myself in line, get myself presentable to the public, because I really want to go to Benihana. They got that sign up front that says, I gotta wear a shirt. What's up (laughs) with that bullshit? I
1: know, it's crazy. I don't know. what. Free the nipple, I say. Exactly there right. There you go. I don't know what might be their best sellers. I might want to choose a popular one. Well, they sent us their two best sellers, the Death Tarot card design and Ooh. the Uncle Satan Wants You vintage poster design. They're best sellers. We put them on. I was digging it. Nice shirt. Nice design. Mm-hmm. And we took some pictures. So you can go check out our Instagram, see what they look like. All the cool kids are doing it. And Exclusive. Boom. Stop the fucking presses, everyone. They're offering a discount to dead and lovely listeners. Do people what? listening to this show get a discount? Yeah. Just go to clairvoyantclothing.com and use the coupon code deadandlovely. That's all one word dead and lovely for
0: 6% off your order. Oh, my Lord. That's absolutely fantastic. Go check out Clairvoyant Clothing and start looking like one of the cool kids right now. Woo! Well, ahoy there, Dead and Lovely listeners, <laughs> and welcome to a brand new installment of your favorite horror movie review podcast in all the known multiverse and beyond. Yon, 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 Why it's Dead and Lovely here with the host of the most. It is I, the one what is known as Uncle Ben. Yar, ye land It's me, Pirate Steve. <laughs> Pirate Steve. Barbados <laughs> Steve. Oh, Barbados <laughs> Steve. That's, that's definitely better. Yeah. You're a dark rum Steve yeah. over there. Searching for buried treasure. That's it. I got to
1: find it. Where's it at? With your eye patch and hook hand. Yep. I got a hook hand. I got an eye patch. Uh, I'm not missing an eye. Mm, yeah. I'm just wearing it for the fashion, you know?
0: You you hang out with pirates without an eye patch, it's like, oh. mm, Something's not quite right yeah. here. I'll tell you this. Here's a fun fact about pirates and eye patches. Yeah. Apparently, most of them were not worn by one-eyed people. That is true. Yeah, they I did that, that because be it would be dark beneath the decks of right. the ship. And they'd have to go under there and stuff. Yeah. So they had one eye always covered, so it would be well adjusted for the darkness. They tested on Mythbusters, turns out. That's right. Yeah? Yeah, it worked. Wow. But I bet with the bad depth perception that you have from having one eye covered, as we talked about Jason in, uh, in the second... In second... Friday, Friday 30, movie. Yeah. I bet it does lead to a lot of mishaps, hence right. all the hook hands. Right. They're
1: like, oh, I'm just chopping this carrot here. Oh, no. <laughs> I've chopped <laughs> into my entire to hand.
0: Five <laughs> <laughs> depth perception. All right, matey, I've walked into me circular saw again.
1: All right, <laughs> <Ar>, matey. <laughs> These they, things start happen. Off, they start off with that. I'm if you're going to report to people, you've cut your hand off on accident.
0: All right, matey. Yeah everyone take a day <laughs> <laughs> dude we are here recording our second in a week Whoa. daytime podcast This is crazy we usually are doing this roughly 12 hours past when we're doing it right, right. now mm-hmm. this is it's like 2 2 30 or yep. something like that in the afternoon right now on a sunday we're usually the late night cast yeah but things have just been so hectic the last couple weeks that a daytime pod has been what we've done hey I expect uh, a lot of Vaseline lens type of stuff. Mm, Yeah.
1: Uh, Us recapping what happened in a previous episode and setting up what will happen in a future episode, Mm -hmm. but really not going anywhere for like three episodes. Yeah, that sounds about right. And we're we're also, we're
0: going to be replaced by other people that are, that look kind of like us that aren't really as appealing. And there'll be a voiceover out of nowhere that'll say the role of Ben is being played by. (laughs) It's kind of like that. It's a matinee. Man, soap operas are crazy (laughs) It's just madness, dude It's just madness Yeah, it has been a very busy week And I'm happy to say This week, as we record this Very much unlike our last episode, which was extremely hungover due to Kate's birthday party, that being the night before. Right. (laughs) Not hungover today. Yeah. Very happy to report that fact. Me either. Actually, you know what? I'll tell you what. I had myself just a little bit of a minor, like a a small life revelation. What it was. After that episode that we did where I was badly, badly hungover. Mm Mm-hmm. So that day that we did that episode, I, I didn't drink all day because I just I felt awful. Yeah. And also, that's one of the, the first days that I've not drank anything in a very long time. Right. And I woke up Monday morning and I was like, wait a second. Something's different here. <laughs> I feel better than I did when I went to sleep. <laughs> What is this magic? (laughs) It's just not drinking. Yeah, it's just called not getting fucked up like an idiot. Yeah, so I've been kind of like (laughs) enjoying feeling pretty good this week. Yeah, I've been definitely going a little bit easier on the sauce. And, dude, the last couple days, Friday and Saturday Mm -hmm. both, were just – it was like it was just setting me up to be massively, brutally hungover today. Right. Because Friday we We had had our our dead and lovely fan hangout in downtown Knoxville. Which was so fun! Thanks so much, everybody, for coming out. It was yeah. a small but mighty and very bearded gathering. Yeah, a lot of beards in there. A yeah, lot of nice. beards,
1: including our wives. Am I right? Uh huh. Mm. Oh, that's an allegory.
0: <laughs> beards. we Got it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we had ourselves a great time, and I managed to not get completely shit that night.
1: Yeah, I uh, I took it so I I couldn't drink beer really. Mm-hmm. I only had two beers. I had one when we were at. Uh, crafty, and then I had one at Pretentious. Yeah, but I had that double gin and tonic. Uh, at, oh my gosh, it was so good!
0: Spanish gin and that, really, tonic. that got oh, man, me right good. to the nice level where it was like I feel good, but mm-hmm. the next day, no problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a good thing. So I managed to dodge the bullet on that one, and then yesterday was just like a lethal combination for let's make Ben have a really bad hangover on Sunday. Right. Because it was my buddy Michael Pryfogle's uh, 40th birthday, I believe Michael listens to the show, right? I believe that he might be listening yeah. as we speak. Happy, very, very belated birthday! <laughs> and uh, to celebrate his day of birth, we did like a kind of like a brew tour thing yeah. around Knoxville and checked out a bunch yeah. of different places, bunch of places I'd never been to. If you're in Knoxville, be sure to check out Print Shop. Okay, that place had some awesome stuff, man. Gotta really go check good, that good out. hang, good atmosphere. Uh-huh. Went to Elst, which I didn't know existed. I've never heard of that either. It was a nice, posh, classy kind of place. Ooh, had a pretty good, pretty good beer. They had a good West Coast IPA that I had. That's they had like a lot more dry okay. IPAs and stuff, which to me is very refreshing. Yeah. yeah, in this time of heavily sweet beers, right? Having something that's a little bit bitter is a good thing to me. I agree. Went to Crafty Bastard where we went for the fan meetup, yeah. which was great, and a bunch of other places too before I had a skank banger show. Yeah. So either one so of those... So there's so much set up for you to have a hangover. Oh my God, yes, dude. Yeah, because the last skank banger show that we played, I got badly drunk at. Yeah. Very badly drunk at. And uh, this time, I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pump the brakes. I want to maintain my energy level all night with all these lights, tight and cat fights going on. Yeah. And uh, I think I drank like half of a Miller on stage, which is to Whoa. say nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I managed to get out of that thing scot free. Feel great this morning. It's a good deal. I feel like I should congratulate myself on my efforts. Yeah. With getting a pull. Well, let's get some beer in us. <laughs> what are we going to have first, Steve? Steve? Um, so, Lamar Ortiz,
1: uh, who came through, I talked about it a few weeks ago, came through and brought us some beers. Uh, cool guy.
0: Very Super cool awesome. cat.
1: He brought us some beers from Austin. Um, and this is a Zombie Dragon East Coast IPA mm-hmm. by Hella Good. Oh, boy. I'm excited about that. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. It says here, Super Beast Hops infused the living, the past. And the radioactive and those caught between massive juice flowing seasons in time fill the sky imagine monstrous oh beginnings dropping swooping then she's not there gliding out of sight leaving satisfaction and, satisfaction, satisfaction in her wake oh Satisfaction, oh my god
0: dude wow that is quite the descriptor right yeah, there
1: they got they got them a writer working over there
0: there's at, a lot uh, of references to super beast hops i guess that's rob zombie's signature hop i really hope so i'm the super beast all kinds of stuff oh, and man. it kind of looks like they sort of got like the uh the game of thrones zombie dragon on the front yeah. of this which is very cool to me Let's this smells it's good a 7.4 percenter it's pretty big yeah. beer it smells, it smells great yeah it smells nice and uh nice and fruity what's that do to you is that pretty good oh man that's oh. interesting oh dude it's because it's got like i'm some very pininess, okay but it's also fruity yeah uh-huh and kind of the fruitiness is is almost kind of lemony to yeah. me yeah, you know? like a
1: citrus sort of flavor, too. It's not
0: really that grapefruity or pineapple thing that you get with a lot of IPAs. That yeah. is Actually, you know what? It's a little bit more of like a maybe a mandarin or a tangerine yeah. kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really good and very yeah. smooth. 7.4% or So, man. hella good. Awesome. Yeah. Way to go, guys. I'll say it's hella good for
1: sure. I imagine this is a transplant to Austin from the Bay Area. Yeah? It'd yeah. be one of those deals. Maybe saying hella...
0: Of austin 316 Hell, well, says i just drank your beer that's true <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you one thing that was not hella good that happened this week steve Uh-oh, let me just bounce this off of you uh-huh. we got a postcard in the mail okay from a mystery person oh no that has just really pissed me off and it's oh, kind of no. like the more i've been thinking about it the more pissed off i get at it what, is, what we gonna, got a postcard that showed up and it just had all kinds of stuff on the front of it about God and Jesus. Uh-huh. God loves you. Jesus right, saved. Blah, right. blah, blah. Just all this stuff. And then on the backside of the postcard, handwritten in and very neat penmanship is fucking John 316. For God's love of the world, yada, yada, yada. Right. And it's a. Dr- it doesn't have a signature on it. Whoever did it didn't sign it. Right. And it is addressed to me and they refer to Kate as Katie, which is something that only... Family that has known Kate since she was like five calls okay. her. Nobody calls her that outside yeah. of family that knew her you know, when she was a little tiny kid. Right. She hasn't gone by that since she was like a baby. Uh-huh. So we think some family member sent us this super half-assed, yeah. anonymous, I want you to go to church postcard. Right. And it has just really ground my gears. Is that justified? Yeah, it is. Why yeah. not sign your fucking name? Yeah. If you're like if you got
1: the gumption to ask somebody to go to church, let them know that you're the one concerned.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that would come across a lot more genuine yes. than just sending this random anonymous. Like thing you're gonna like, be oh, tricked by, by it or something. Yeah but, yeah, but then by putting Katie on it, it's like you know it's coming from yeah. somebody in the family. I no, don't understand. It's very annoying to me, man. I mean,
1: okay, as somebody who served a mission. Who learned the Russian language to to speak Russian. Who read every single day the Bible, the Book of Mormon, and tons of theology. Yeah. To hear somebody make a
0: missionary effort that half-assed, <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? All that I can think of it as, man, is it is just... The most half-assed, I'm patting myself on the back, I'm doing good things, I'm spreading the word.
1: Yeah, that's not spreading the word. You know what would be spreading the word? Making a good example
0: being people, a good example yeah yeah, yeah. maybe that you if know? people
1: see you being a good example maybe they'll be like hey what why are you so happy and then you can be like it's the love of jesus in my heart or yeah whatever. exactly
0: well i mean you know that's that's like an example of good christians like we were talking about yep. our, our friend grace and hester it's like, like great what a great example of how christian. to be a christian we need more of them yeah yep. go around be around people that aren't christians and just show them my life is great yep that's a pretty good way to do it uh-huh. not sending anonymous bullshit postcards yep it's just to me like i said dude it's just i'm patting myself on the back i feel better about myself i made the world a better place Mm, but i didn't actually do anything Mmm.
1: That's cr- I, so fucking. It is annoying. Yeah, no, uh, I think it's justified <laughs> to be annoyed by that. <laughs> yeah. What have you been up to this week, Steve? Anything good? Oh uh, yeah. Well, I, I had a birthday. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I that's forgot. Right. We didn't you even, did. We didn't even put that on the board what here. What the hell, dude? I had a you're, birthday. You're a big boy now. I'm a big boy. Oh,
0: congrats! Did you guys do anything fun for your birthday? Yeah.
1: Um, uh, my 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 in-laws took us out to eat for my yeah. birthday, Ooh, where'd and you go? Uh, I wanted shoney's. a steak so yeah shoney's i was like <laughs> i need i need a steak i gotta go to shoney's uh, i wanted a steak and i was looking at a lot of different places and it was like what about copper cellar and you yeah. know, that hadn't even hit my brain. That's but a longstanding Knoxville staple of fancy yeah. eating right there. I, and I've eaten there a million times. Because yeah. when I was at UT, they used to have, I don't know if they still do this, oh, yeah. but they'd
0: have like $5 burgers on Tuesdays.
1: That. And they were like exquisite. And they were fucking amazing. Really, yeah. really
0: good. I've actually only ever been there for like Mother's Day brunch. That's one of our like Mother's Day brunch places that we go to. And it's great. There. It
1: is great. Yeah. 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 its It's one of those things though. It's on the strip and it seems like it's too much of a hassle, but mm-hmm. they have their own parking and everything. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know when i'm sure you've been in that area but my my in-laws hadn't been in in the ut area in a long time it's changed so much in Has the past it? decade yeah there's like so many more buildings they've they've completely changed the way the strip works there's oh. like a center median thing oh god finally and just two line two lanes it's basically i mean they're they were originally planning on just making it a pedestrian walk like it completely eliminating oh, that really? section of cumberland and just having parking okay you get out and walk around but that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. It looks a lot better now, and it works a lot better now. See, so.
0: I haven't been down there since the Long Branch Saloon closed. Oh, damn. It, that shitty, yeah. busted-ass venue down there. It used to be, like, one of the only places in town that would do metal shows. Yeah. So, and then that closed down several years ago. So, I've not been down on the Strip in probably, like, seven years. Yeah, go years check it out. It's 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 cool what okay. they've done. I
1: mean, UT's been expanding for a while, but, it, like, that that Strip looks
0: really good. So, you had yourself a, a well-done steak with ketchup? God, no. I... I <laughs> happy
1: always, birthday mr president <laughs> i always do this i always say to the person rare and then i say seriously seriously yeah. seriously rare like I'm, I'm not one of those people who thinks i want it rare but
0: really wants it medium rare yeah. i want it rare kate has to specify that all the yeah. time because she always wants it rare and she's like i really do mean that yes. i won't send it back no sear it and put it on a plate yep. that's it um, and so that came out perfect nice. and it was fucking awesome. What's your steak cut of choice?
1: I I think a sirloin is a great cut of meat. Yes, ribeye is my favorite. I'm a ribeyesman yeah, myself. Yeah, I'm not yeah. a huge fan of fillets so much because they don't really have the fat to them.
0: See, that's the thing. Like, I like that with the fillet, you can eat every ounce of every sure, single bite. Sure, but like you said, there's not really a marbling scenario. Yeah, there, and that's so. what you need
1: for the real good flavor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I got that, and I, the the one thing I was looking at was sides because I'm eating low carb, etc. Right, yeah. Um, I got the spinach Maria, which is something I fucking love. Yeah. From there and. I don't know if I've ever had it anywhere else, but they've served that for years, Mm -hmm. and it's so amazing. A well-done spinach maria is a thing of bliss. So good, yeah. Yeah. And they also had corn on the cow for the day, so I was set, man. Wonderful. That's great, man. But the fun thing was that my father-in-law had never been there. Okay. And I could tell his apprehension about it. Like It seemed like he was like, what is this place? college town blah 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 he started looking at the menu and he saw a tuna steak and he and his oh, eyes yeah. were like, went wide that's his favorite thing in the world oh, so yeah he got the tuna steak and he's my he was like seriously just
0: like oh my god it was good oh huh? my god yeah he gave me a bite of it. it was perfectly cooked did somebody else in the restaurant go i'll have what he's having because he's <laughs> having an orgasm he was having an orgasm <laughs> yeah
1: man it was great though i had a lot of fun and then emily and i went got home and uh, uh got drunk and watched clue
0: awesome yeah okay clue that is a a hot topic it is some people movie. don't love that movie I don't like maybe I, I need it. to watch it again man maybe. maybe it's one of those things I need to I need to give like a fifth chance because it's just so funny I mean it's jam-packed with awesome uh-huh. ass actors yeah. man
1: I realized while watching it that clue had been a sexual awakening film for me oh no because kid. of the maid Miss Scarlet. And Madeline Kahn, yeah, dressed yeah. all goth looking. Yeah, she is in yes. that, That's right. Man. Awesome. I was remembering it watching it. I was like, oh my God, I remember as a kid being like, oh, um, what's going on? Like, <laughs>
0: I'm turning to stone. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. But I love Clue. Um, Such a fun movie. Yeah. Good you know. deal, man. You
0: been watching anything else this week?
1: Um. Yeah, I started rewatching Westworld because Season 3 is coming up. Okay, you all caught up on nothing, that. Yeah, nothing new to say about that. But I have been playing WrestleMania 2000. You've been gaming, and huh? Yeah, anytime I get a chance. I didn't remember all... How hard that game is. I don't recall its difficulty. Is it brutal? Like, Kane bit brutal? is impossible. Like, really? I mean, I've beaten him, but like, it's hard. It's
0: really hard. Are you talking about the mayor of Knoxville? The mayor Kane? of Knoxville Kane is very fucking hard. How surreal is it? That, be playing that video game fighting this guy and knowing yeah. that he is a high-ranking political official in your town now. in my
1: in specifically where i live knox county
0: because <laughs> he that mayor
1: he has no he has no authority i think in the city but i live in the county and he's my
0: mayor my I God. guess, and you're just there whipping ass on the king of town
1: trying trying <laughs> to whip his ass he's tough man but i i have uh i've gotten on they have this was like the first one of the first wrestling games with a real story. Just oh, okay. WCW and W Revenge had the same thing where mm-hmm. you could go through an entire like career basically.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: So I've I won the King of the Ring. You did it. Won the Royal Rumble as the number one entrant. And that wow. was scary a few times. Yeah, I got knocked yeah. out to the side of the apron and got back in, luckily, but look out. Man, I'm playing a Stone Cold. I was about I, to ask. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's hard, and Stone Cold is good in the game. Cold if I had Creamos. thought about it, I would have been Kane from the beginning. He's just like, it's like Bo Jackson Tecmo Bowl. Just like. ass-beating Yeah, just ridiculous. My God, man. But it's so fun. It's fun. And I mean, it looks goofy as shit now. The polygons, like... The, oh, it looks and terrible, And the yeah. faces are just like a
0: spread-out JPEG. Yeah. <laughs> wrapped over some polygons. Now that's all we had there for a little while. But it was a fun game. Game. It's a yeah, fun game. yeah, no doubt, man. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the the Cold Stone Cream Austin episode of Hot Ones yet? Yes. Is it good? Yes. Stone I've been Cold's like, awesome. waiting to watch it.
1: He doesn't really seem to get too affected by it. Like, yeah. I mean,
0: he's a rattlesnake,
1: dude. He, he's he charts his uh, heart rate through it. He's like, "All right, I'm about 130 beats per minute right now."
0: Really? Yeah. God, he is awesome. He's
1: the best. He is and fucking he, awesome. He mentions uh, a beer that we have to get, which is a, an IPA that he he helped brew. My God, I can't. uh I think it's El Segundo Brewing. Okay, or maybe just Segundo, but it's a stone
0: a Stone Cold IPA. Where are they out of? Texas. So, dude, if any of our Texas listeners yeah. can get a hold of some, please yeah. mail it to us. For real, They're I would love, love to try it, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the first thing that shocked me was IPA, because I would think like he's probably not an IPA guy. I
0: know, right? It's like, but, what's a beer you could smash and throw uh, at your face Right, like he does? <laughs> not an IPA typically. But I, I don't know if you've ever seen that video he did with BuzzFeed
1: where he tried like the most girly cocktails.
0: Oh, that was a great video. I forgot about that. That dude is
1: in no way cares about anybody's perception of his masculinity. He's just like, oh, this is great. Yeah. His give a fuck
0: (laughs) is he broke the switch off that thing, man. He turned it off and just broke the knob off of that. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great video. I forgot about uh-huh. that. This beer is really working great for yeah, me. Yeah, me too. I am loving it. Way to go, Lamar, it. man. Yeah, dude. Thank you so awesome. much. These are great. You know, I've been watching a couple of different things yeah, this what week, you Steve. Seen? It was Kate's birthday. I think was uh-huh. yeah. is the 13th, right? Yeah, mine's the 13th. So, hers is the
1: 10th, right? 12th. 12th, yeah, right? Oh, so is the day oh, before. Oh, hers the day before. Okay. Yeah.
0: So for her birthday, she wanted to uh, go out and do some stuff, and we went and saw The Kitchen. Okay. Which is that new movie that is all about some women's in the 70s kind of taking over the, the Irish Mafia-run Hell's Kitchen area oh, in New York. okay. And I think it's based on, like, a Vertigo graphic novel, if all I'm not right. mistaken. And I was kind of skeptical going into it. I didn't think from the previews that it, it looked that great. And... I'm not going to say I'm the biggest Melissa McCarthy fan in the world. Mm-hmm. I know that there's... I'll tell you this about Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of people that just rabidly hate her fucking guts. Like, hate, 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 yeah. hate her. And I think it's just that I usually don't like the movies she's in. I don't think I hate her. I think yeah. I just usually don't like a lot of the stuff that she yeah, she's
1: in. Yeah, she's on a lot of... Well, this is... I'll I'll admit this. I don't think Chris Farley very funny.
0: You don't think Chris Farley's very funny?
1: And Melissa McCarthy is, is is female Chris Farley? Okay. Like th- There's definitely a ton of stuff that Chris Farley did that was funny for sure. But like Black Sheep and Tommy Boy were the same movie. Oh sure. And then Be- was it Beverly Hills Ninja? Is that yeah, what it was? Yeah. Uh huh. That one was a little sillier and more, like, what I would expect from him. His role in Norm MacDonald's movie, Dirty Jobs or whatever. Where oh, yeah, a uh, Saigon whore bit his nose off. Yeah,
0: holy shit, I yeah. forgot that he like, was that in that. that stuff's
1: funny. And I think that was his sort of humor, but yeah. the stuff he got put in a lot was just, to me, like, that's not it's not really funny it's just you're making fun of his weight basically right yeah that's it be
0: fat somewhere
1: yeah i don't know uh so chris farley was funny i think he was just not utilized well and that's what you're saying about melissa mccarthy basically yeah yeah, pretty much because if anybody you know who's seen gilmore girls knows that she's both a good actress and funny and doesn't have to be the like look I it's funny because she's yeah
0: I forgot that she was in Gilmore yeah, Girls. That's she got, right. She was in St. James. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look at how lame we are. I love Gilmore Girls. I will never <laughs> feel lame for that. They, they talk too fast, Steve. They do not. They talk too fast.
1: Talk too slow. Nobody talks
0: that way. <laughs> so, like, uh, we went and watched The Kitchen, and it was good man it's for one it's yeah. not a comedy at all
1: yeah i got that from uh I, I didn't even realize what you were talking about until you said melissa mccarthy and i did see the preview of this and i was like oh this isn't it doesn't look like a comedy yeah, yeah.
0: it is a it's a pretty badass movie i mean it's a it's a mob movie like mob yeah. movies mafia movies are always cool they're brutal yeah usually. and there, yeah. and there is some rough stuff in there mm-hmm. it's not a uh it's not a family friendly joy <laughs> But it's, right. it's good, man. I really enjoyed that it. That might be something you
1: proudly put on the poster. A family not a, oh, not yeah, not a family-friendly a family family right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, worth checking out. I actually did enjoy it a lot. And then another night this week, we decided that what we needed to do after uh, a, a, a weekend of familial gatherings right. and parties and stuff is we just needed to sit on the couch and get fucked up mm-hmm. and watch a real piece of garbage movie yeah what'd you pick that's why we watched Jupiter Ascending (laughs) oh my god Steve it's so bad huh it's it's
1: unbelievable I have not watched it I've heard the how did this get made episode on it and they
0: vehemently hated this movie so dude you would not believe it you would not believe this movie like usually when you hear people talking about Like how Anaconda sucks and how Anaconda is a bad movie. Right. And you watch it and you're like, yeah, the story's not good and the acting's bad and yada, yada, yada. But if it were on again, I wouldn't switch it off immediately. It's fine. Dude, Jupiter Ascending feels as though you are having... A series of micro naps where you're blacking out for like, you know, like two minutes at a time. So it's just tortured a to watch And just constantly yeah. missing stuff <laughs> yes. for like two hours. Dude, it makes. So little sense. Okay. And the Wachowski sisters yeah. wrote it. It's a Wachowski movie. I know.
1: I, like, every time I hear people say it's bad, I'm like, maybe there's something to no. it. Everybody's missing. But no. it can't be that everybody's wrong. They just made a bad movie.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what it feels like. Yeah. Okay, so let's say that you are watching. I'll keep it in the sci-fi realm. Let's say you are watching an imaginary on season 20 of Battlestar Galactica. Right. And it does, you know, it's like the first episode of the season and it's doing that thing where it's like, we need to remind you about all this stuff that happened in season one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, all the way up to season 19 to get you ready for season 20. And it's just like a series of clips of like, oh yeah, that happened. Oh, that character. Oh yeah, they do this. It felt like that for fucking two hours. It felt like the recap of 20 seasons of a TV show Getting you ready for when it was about to start. I'm sure...
1: I'm so sure that at the beginning, they had an idea for a number of films. Like, they probably wanted to expand it as a universe. And so... They probably came at it with so much
0: material; it was hard to figure out how to start the story. I think you're on the right track yeah. because I read the original script was 600 pages long. Oh, Jesus, 600 Christ. pages long, Steve. And
1: just just the normal the normal uh, script page is about a minute of screen time. Yeah. So that would have been 600 minutes, 10 hours
0: long. That's a long time. Jesus fucking Christ. And it feels like there's that much story and development and world building, only they just slammed it all together. <sighs> and it's just people constantly using words you don't understand right, that are never explained. It, yeah. And then that's never explained. Ever. Okay. Nothing in it makes sense, dude. I can't even, I can't even believe how fucking shitty this movie is. <laughs> I guess I have to watch it. You have to watch this movie, dude. Like I want to have a whole like 30 minute part of the show where you just rant <laughs> from a screenwriting perspective about what a piece Why? of fucking shit Why this movie is. Why do they is. do this? Yeah. It's it's unreal, dude. It's yeah. unreal. There are there are space skates in it? No, there aren't. Yes, there are. Do you skate through space? Yes. There is um what's that guy's name? His face looks like a Do potato. you have to push? Like, you have to skate. I mean, you're skating on your feet through the air. And it but looks like lack dumb. of air.
1: Yeah. Through through the void of space. Yeah. You're
0: pushing off of nothing. Yeah, pretty much. And they're first worn by, what's that guy's name? His face looks like a potato. <laughs> he was in <laughs> 21 gonna Jump be Street. the
1: second time. Oh, it's it uh, Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum. I thought you were going to say Eddie Randmayne. Oh. Just the other day, we were talking about Jupiter Ascending because you had texted yeah. me about it and uh this is when we were eating with my in-laws and my mother-in-law was like doesn't it have that one stupid face guy and i was like eddie redmayne yeah i thought that's who you were going oh, for I'll, I'll get to him in just yeah, a channing Tatum. i love channing tatum but he obviously looks
0: like a potato he, yeah he's Old enough, tater face. he's, he's got him. a big head I think he's hilarious in comedies. I think he's very yeah. funny in 21 Jump Street oh yeah he's uh, he's he's awesome he's awesome in uh,
1: The End of the World is that what it's called the one with James Franco so. and Danny oh, McBride oh yeah, yeah yeah
0: he plays the Gimp that was an awesome yeah, yeah I forgot about that yeah. that was an awesome part for him I forgot about that uh yeah in this movie he is like a bounty hunter whose dna is crossed with something kind of like a wolf wait so space werewolf already exists almost Fuck. only he's full-time wolf only the only time that that really comes into play yeah is that he can smell the past he can smell like being, if he picked up your beer can right now this movie sounds it's awesome. unreal what no
1: <laughs> He can smell yes
0: bad like he'll pick up an object and he smells it and it goes to this series of like hazy weird flashbacks of everything that happened to that thing the
1: wakowskis are just fucking they're they're always sunny fans they're stealing the plot of the yeah, fifth pretty much. sense yeah,
0: yeah it's, <laughs> it's the that. sense of smell yeah
1: <laughs> what if he can smell cry
0: <laughs> Also, he is... I, and again, this is one of those things that I I missed. Maybe I was having a micro-nap and missed this part. Maybe. He was also kind of an angel or something, only his wings are cut off. What? I don't understand why. Angel werewolf sounds pretty cool, but all right. Yeah. Eddie... What's his name? Redmane? Eddie Redmane, yeah. He uh, is Mr. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find yeah, Them guy. Yeah, yeah, He's in tons of stuff. Played he, Stephen Hawking. in this movie, is inexplicable i cannot even remotely convey to you what the fuck they were trying to do with this guy's character <laughs> or, or justify anything about his performance he is this guy who's part of this like Aristotle uh or, that's not a word Aristotle Aristot- Ar- he's an aristocrat
1: he's an aristocrat yeah
0: he's like aristotle <laughs> Aristotle. Aristocle. yeah so he's a part inventor, of this.
1: inventor of aristocrats
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so he's just a... a, a, a uh, I can't say that fucking word. Aristocratic yeah. uh, douchey guy who is trying to get to Mila Kunis because Mila Kunis is on Earth scrubbing toilets as part of a cleaning company. Right. But she's like the reincarnated DNA pattern of his mother because he's like millions of years old. and But it gets fucking weirder because he also tries to marry her even though she's the reincarnation of his mom. I'm, Dude, it makes no sense. And basically, because of her yeah. inherited DNA pattern, she owns the planet Earth. That's part of her inheritance is ah, she owns the planet Earth. Right. But the thing about the planet Earth is it's actually just a big, uh, essentially, like, farm for okay. these aristocrats. And it's basically ripe for the picking because what they do is they harvest the life force of entire planets and turn it into this, like, goo stuff that they use to make themselves immortal.
1: Dude, there's so much shit going on in this movie. This sounds like a television series, not a movie.
0: Yes, it sounds like 20 fucking seasons of a television series. And dude, Eddie Redmayne's performance has two different shades of it. Let's hear it. One of them is, I seriously, I think he's trying to maybe channel, like, Marlon Brando. Okay. Because a lot of the times, he talks exactly like this. (laughs) All the time. Every line he says, it's almost as if he's barely able to whisper. (laughs) But then other times, his other shade of his performance is, Silence! (laughs) And that's all he has. It's just yelling or whispering. And that's all he does.
1: I think this might be a Friday night movie right here. Dude, please. Oh, my God. Yes. Everything you're saying to me, everything opens up another world. It's like you got to start with one story. Dude. that's what you do with star wars right yeah. star wars one story we're following luke yeah he's finding these things all out he didn't knew, know all this shit so he's being exposed to by his fellows and we're getting the information and they're not like okay this all started with a trade war they're like yeah they're like uh they're bad we're good simple enough simple enough you're on their side next episode you go ahead and give some more information
0: dude the stuff that I have told you about this abominable pile of shit uh-huh. movie is not even a tenth of what's <laughs> happening in this fucking movie you I will not believe it
1: I cannot imagine what, like alright yeah whatever Watch no, it. I, I imagine they they had something in mind
0: that just fell apart I have to hear your hot take on it. Well, I, wanna, I have yeah, to hear I'm, it. I'm going to I'm going to watch this. For I sure. hope that what happens is you come back and you're like <clears throat> then it made complete and total sense. Yeah,
1: the world is wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: everything about this movie is my favorite. Yeah, it's the greatest movie ever it's made. It's better than the Matrix. And it like it creates such a rift between us. Like the yeah. podcast ends, it just and we're becomes, like we're not like friends anymore. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I can I cannot believe it. It's unreal. Everybody should watch that movie. Like if you want to know what it's like to be on some hardcore mind-altering drugs and just not understand reality anymore. Uh Uh-huh. Just watch that movie Sober. Okay. My God. I'm glad that you talked about this because this reminded me that on
1: Twitter, our homegirl, Krista Reed... Krista Reed! ...pointed out that there could be space vampires. Ooh, yes. I like this. Because
0: our telescopes rely on mirrors to see. Oh. My fucking god. They could be out there right in front of us and we're not seeing him because of the moon.
1: I just discovered what dark matter is. What? It's vampires. Vampires. Space is filled with vampires. Ah. Our telescopes look for them, but they don't see them. But they know there's something there. They just can't see it.
0: Be right back. I'm going to go write my techno goth masterpiece <laughs> Space is full of vampires.
1: <laughs> gonna be fucking awesome that kind of
0: sounds like a sisters of mercy album already i'm pretty sure <laughs> i really do i i want
1: to create a comic because this can only work as a comic book yeah. but space vampires and basically it's That's just brilliant. like technologically advanced vampires that can like live in the vacuum of space
0: yes Be so awesome, honestly. That's not too far off from that. Uh, what is that Toby Hooper? Oh, Life Force. Life Force, that's true. It's kind of like that. Yeah,
1: Life Force is a weird movie. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it's real weird. It's really That, that one chick is just full on, just naked the whole movie, I guess. Yeah, she is just naked all the time. Yeah. No clothes, no problem, she says. That's what she's, she and
1: Linnea Quigley, they would get together every Wednesday and just be like, clothes, right? Lose them. Fuck (laughs) them.
0: Who needs clothes? (laughs) Now, Steve, the topic of our show today is one very unfortunate pile of garbage movie from 1997, (laughs) what is known as Anaconda. Anaconda. And this movie is a, a steaming pile of shit. It is. But somehow or another, they managed to just wrangle all kinds of good to great yes. actors and actresses sure did. for this movie. I think that it was probably all blackmail based, if I was to guess. Well, I'd say some of it was. J.Lo lo and
1: Ice Cube, probably not. They were both real early in their career. Oh, and Owen Wilson as well. Like, yeah, that's true. He was also so early young. in his career that it's, he's nobody. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of good actors in this bad film. Which made us think of going back to one of our favorite segments. Watch this, not that. Exactly. We've explored this topic before. In this case, the only... Not that we're saying is
0: Anaconda. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> if you want to see these actors and actresses in, in other flicks that are actually good, yeah. you don't have to work that hard. They've nope. all been in some really great They've stuff. They've all been in some
1: good stuff, so it's ridiculous to, to go to Anaconda for your ice cube
0: fix, That's for right. sure. That's right. So, as we slip on into the Preview Palace. Welcome to the Preview Palace. We'd like to tell you guys what movies you should watch that contain... These stars of Hollywood mm-hmm. instead of this movie because this movie sucks. Now, when it comes to J Lo, our uh, kind of main character in this, kind of, yeah, we'll get I into don't. that in a little bit. Well, here's the thing: in order for there to be a main character, there yeah. has to be characters in the movie.
1: That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so, true. There's a little bit of a problem when you're thinking about a good J Lo movie. Maybe even something that's perhaps horrific. Uh, uh-huh. And spooky and scary-like. Yeah. What do you think you'd like to watch her in? Well, if we were going with spooky, scary, I'd say The Cell. Yeah.
1: Vincent D'Onofrio is amazing in that. Uh-huh. Um, that's directed by... Tarsim Singh, of Singh, yeah, that's right. That, directed, that was
0: the first movie his I saw. Yeah.
1: Might have w- been his first movie. I think it may be... What's the other one he did a little after that my wife
0: loves? I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. Everything he's done is gorgeous. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I can't remember what that's called. And this movie, like, the cell is a visual feast. Yeah. J-Lo's not necessarily very good in it. She's very flat. Yeah, she's real young
1: and, like... I mean, if we're talking about movies where J-Lo is good, like Selena... Is, oh she's, yeah, that's she's a, great that's a in that. pretty good pull or right there. out of sight is a good movie where J Lo is good. I've never seen that. Oh, that's uh, it's George Clooney, and her. It's based off of a uh, Elmore Leonard. I don't remember what the name. Maybe it was just called Out of Sight.
0: Okay, it's a good movie, worth right. watching. yeah. We'll check that out. Yeah, The Cell is cool. I think that that's a really really neat movie, and. Yeah. I even think that her flatness in the movie kind of works. It kind of does. Yeah. Cause it's almost like, I think she was chan- channeling Clarice Starling mm-hmm. honestly, where she's like, that's okay, what she was going for. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I need to be analytical right. and emotionally detached and mm-hmm. stuff like this. But there's some really genuinely very disturbing yes. stuff in that movie. Yes, because she goes inside the mind of, a, of yeah. a serial killer. She basically
1: sees his past, sees the yeah. things that happened to him and then sees how he sees himself, which is
0: crazy. Insane crazy yeah. man oh, again very interesting especially from a visual perspective yeah movie very cool i'd recommend watching the cell what else we got here steve ice cube ice cube i mean he's a music man he used to
1: be i don't know if he does i don't know if he's a music, music man anymore, anymore. yeah sure. he's got a very successful acting producing career so that he
0: does yeah what's a favorite movie from him friday yeah, of not even hard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's it's in boy- Boys in the Hood's great, and he's in Boys in the Hood, but and he's also in Higher Learning, I think. I don't
0: think I've ever which seen is Boys an in okay
1: movie. I heard you say it was really good though. Boys in the Hood's great. Yeah, uh, Higher Learning's all right. Actually, I haven't seen Higher Learning since the '90s. It might be more poignant now because there is a kid in there who's basically lost and alone and ends up turning into a neo-Nazi. Oh wow, Jeez. Yeah. boy. The more things change, and the more the they, more stay, the they same. stay the same. Yeah, and he's played by what's his name? Who's in like every John Singleton movie. Fuck the white dude.
0: Yeah, that white guy. That it's white movies. guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Friday is a Friday is a so awesome. That's one of those F. ones Gary that...
1: Gray went from directing music videos to just making this perfect little comedy. Yeah, yeah. it is. That's a great Saturday afternoon
0: movie yeah, right there. Brandon Suttles got me kind of hooked on that one. It's a real
1: relaxed movie too. Like even the fight at the end, like it's a movie
0: that almost
1: plays like the movie is stoned.
0: Yeah, whereas I'm, like yeah, everything's a
1: little muted, but it's actually more realistic that way. Right yeah. now. John Voight is one of those all time <laughs> Hollywood a giants. Things. He's yeah. in a billion movies. He's uh, Angelina Jolie's dad.
0: That's right. He's right. in Deliverance. Uh, heard he's a bit of a shit bag. I've heard that he's a giant shitbag. Yeah. <laughs> but one of your favorites is one that I hadn't seen. What, what that movie is. Heat. I've never Watch seen a heat.
1: Heat. It's too good to have not seen it. Damn. Is it De Niro? De Niro and uh, Pacino. It's the only movie they've what? ever done together. And I haven't seen it. Why? I don't know. Val Kilmer is awesome in it.
0: What? Val Kilmer? Dude. Uh-huh. Holy cow. Uh, this movie's loaded.
1: Tom Sizemore is in it. Mm. Tom Sizemore is great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fucking awesome movie. It's about bank robbers. So
0: it's like action-y and shit.
1: Yeah. Um, if, if you've not seen it, but you've played Grand Theft Auto 5 the big heist that they do is is a heat heist oh, no basically they base the story off of what they do in heat because it, it's amazing it's such a cool fucking movie
0: i love heist movies mm-hmm. and i love everybody you just named so yeah you gotta watch it i can't justify why i have not seen this movie but voight's in there and he's pretty awesome yeah he's good all right yeah. i mean he's he's
1: good in so many things like you you just you just have to look through john voight's career I mean, Deliverance, etc. There's a million great
0: movies he's in, but Heat is the one I would recommend. Is his character in Heat better than his character in Anaconda? That's going to be hard to top. But I can't wait to talk about his character in Anaconda. <laughs> it's one of the most interesting things about this movie. Let me ask you, Steve. Whenever you think about actors that make you say, Wow. Wow. Who do you think about? Owen Wilson. It's the first <laughs> one I go to. Uh, wow. 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 You got a favorite
1: Owen Wilson? He's been in a ton of stuff. He's been in a ton of stuff. I would say, Ian is bad. The- Yeah, that's true. I don't. I don't remember Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. I bet they're fun. But I watched them. Yeah, same. And I don't remember complaining about it. Mm -hmm. So it's probably just fine. Any of his roles in Wes Anderson movies. I can't
0: lose. Yeah. Bottle
1: Rocket was the first Wes Anderson movie I saw, which it's his first movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and I saw it in '96, I think, when it came out. And I remember like Owen Wilson in that seems like a star already wow, it's actually yeah. that way in this movie too where you're like you know what's he doing here yeah like why is he in this the yeah. same with armageddon where he's in this little tiny yeah. role you're like wait why is he yeah, in this he's tiny better role than this why is right. he
0: more important in but this he's movie?
1: not he was just starting his career out that's yeah. crazy he man. just seemed like a star immediately but uh royal yeah, he, tenon bombs is awesome uh life aquatic
0: life aquatic uh the uh Fantastic. Mr. Fox. Fantastic. Oh, oh it's so good, yeah. man. It's so good. I have a hard time choosing a Grand a favorite, Budapest honestly. Hotel. Oh, I, that's a really fun movie. I forgot about that. It's
1: real tough to choose a favorite Wes Anderson movie. That's how white we are.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, would you like a jar of mayonnaise? <laughs> no, too spicy. Much uh, too spicy. Oh spicy.
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah, Bowen Wilson's done a ton of great shit, he also was in an episode of Community once. Oh yeah. Oh, because the reason why is because Dan Harmon and Rob Schraub's original TV project that they sold that like was like a big news item because they sold it for a bunch of money. Yeah. And it was about Jack Black and a motorcycle called Heat Vision that talked to
0: him. <laughs> it's a night rider, basically. It was called
1: Heat Vision and Jack, and the voice of Heat Vision was Luke or
0: Owen Wilson. <laughs> That's awesome. Holy <laughs> shit. That's I would watch that. <laughs> yes,
1: it was ridiculous. Like yeah. it would have been awesome, but they they never aired it. So this movie's also got a Dan Trejo man, Danny Trejo in this movie
0: <laughs> does Dan not Trejo. look like Danny Trejo. What the
1: fuck? In <laughs> fact, it may be Dan
0: Trejo. It might be Dan Trejo. Yeah, yeah they just they <laughs> hired some guy. It's like. Well, my name is Dan Trejo. Yeah. And I am Hispanic, but I don't look like Danny Trejo. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck is up with him. I don't either because
1: this is after From Dust till Dawn and before Con Air, and in both of those, he's a large man. Yeah, and and he looks like a little bitty skinny kid. I can't
0: figure out what is going on. I mean, he's barely in the movie anyway. Yeah. But uh, what do you think is a movie that you should watch that has him that isn't a piece of shit like Anaconda? From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, obviously. I, I
1: mean, we've talked about that movie a million Many times. times. It's just a beloved classic for me. That's like, a
0: dead and lovely favorite yeah. right there. But there's a lot of other things yeah. you could choose from mm-hmm. Danny Trejo has been in goddamn everything. everything. Like every Robert Rodriguez movie. Yes,
1: he's in all the Spy Kids movies as Machete. Then
0: in Machete. Machete. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also awesome. Also awesome. awesome. <laughs> he's that guy that you know. Uh, of course, I think everybody knows who he is now. Right. But there was a period like in the early 2000s where you're like, you know, that big grizzly Mexican guy. Yeah. And everybody knew. the big chest tattoo. With the big lady on his yeah. chest. Yeah. And it's like everybody knew who that was. But yeah. But I think honestly through like machete and stuff like that is where you know robert Rodriguez made him he became an actual name. star yeah yeah pretty much but yeah you can't really lose with any of those eric stoltz <laughs> the world's most uninteresting man seriously eric stoltz who was uh
1: they they shot a large portion of back to the future with eric stoltz as a star
0: i can't and believe he had that. no charisma uh <laughs> so to reshoot it all with a new star do you think that he could get maybe like stuck in an elevator with matthew broderick and they have a boring off
1: Matthew Broderick, though we know he
0: can be charming, it's true. <laughs> Eric Stoltz, I'm not sure if he can yet to be proven. Yeah, but he's been in a couple of really good movies. He has, that's true. Uh, I pulp mean, Fiction is my pulp favorite. Pulp Fiction is a doubt. yeah, that's
1: the number one. He's not huge in it, but he's. Mm-hmm. I mean, his role is great, yeah. and he does a good job. Like yeah, he does. I think maybe if he doesn't care about the role, he just doesn't put anything into it, and that's like well, that's gonna fuck up your work like people don't want to work with somebody who will actively just sandbag a
0: role yeah <laughs> that's kind of what it seems like he does most yes. of the time To sandbag it for yeah. sure it's like you know this is your job right if right? <laughs> they turn the camera on bit. and you're supposed to like be a character <laughs> not like just know your lines i mean that's honestly everybody in anaconda right well except for john Voigt. yeah john Voigt to knows that turn his down. character <laughs> Inside and out, you can tell. Well, the crazy thing is, is like, have you ever watched a lot of the behind-the-scenes, like, interview stuff about Pulp Fiction? Um, no, not really. There's a whole thing on the DVD where Eric Stoltz is talking about his character mm-hmm. and his like motivations and ideas and all this shit. And it's like you're the most minor character in the story. Like he and, uh, and he put Honey that Bunny, much effort into. it. Yeah, yeah. at the first and the end of the movie, and don't really, you know, do all that much no. ultimately. And he has just this entire speech about his entire performance and all this shit. He seems really, like, up his own ass, is what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, well, that's kind of how his character comes off, too. And I think maybe... They hired Eric Stoltz because they were like, oh, he's doing that so well. But he was like, I'm not even trying. Yeah, I I wake up
0: in the morning like this. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one other thing that we got to address right here. And this is is hilarious to me because I didn't know about this. Because as we were making this list, I didn't know that this person was in this movie or that they had a role in it. Go ahead and explain this last one we got here on our list. So... The last one we have on our list is a voice
1: actor who is credited with being the voice of the Anaconda.
0: (laughs) So stupid. But it's legendary voice actor Frank Welker. Yeah, who is a guy that... I mean if you if you met him on the street if you bagged his groceries yeah you would have no fucking clue who this guy was but you would know he could do some voices for you yeah he has voiced everything you've ever heard in your entire life he's the voice of megatron yeah the voice of spike from gremlins spike from gremlins he's the voice of dr claw on inspector gadget <laughs> the voice of nibbler on futurama that's insane yeah absolutely insane like the guy's credits go on his imdb page you will be scrolling like speed scrolling for like five minutes yeah he's got so much work yeah i guess he's the guy that just has like the rubber voice the guy whose voice can be anything
1: that man those voiceover gigs if you can get into voiceover or you know voicing you know cartoon characters and stuff Mm -hmm. that's
0: that's where it's at yeah that's and now sweet. video games too he's done a bunch yeah. of video game yeah. work too yeah it's crazy it's like you can you can work your ass off and, make and you're just sitting in a booth yeah you and, don't even have to be outside <laughs> yeah and you still retain your anonymity on yeah. the street you know uh-huh. like i doubt he's getting hounded for autographs every day every time yeah. he goes out to
1: starbucks or whatever it's actually one of the reasons why i i dislike the trend that we've we've come to where every movie all the voices are movie stars right right and it's like that's just Chris Pratt's voice, that's just
0: Owen Wilson, that's no one just doing TJ Miller's voice or yeah. doing a character. That's yeah. a good point, yeah. Whereas you got guys like Frank who can conjure up a million yeah. different characters, there's a voice. lot of
1: talent that goes into it, and mm. it uh, it's not just reading your line. I mean, those work sometimes for sure, but you know, you just don't have to have
0: big names, you need good voices, right? Yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, there it's pretty easy to find good movies with these people that are in Anaconda. Yeah. Anaconda is not one, not one of, of them. them. Not one of them. Not one of them. You might feel like you're getting a greatest hits package when you look at it and you're like, oh man, John Voight, J Lo, Owen Wilson, ah oh, blah blah blah. Yeah. No, it's all nope. it's not even the B sides of those actors. Wait, is
1: that Kari were? I love remote control,
0: <laughs> you say. Someone once <laughs> yeah. maybe said sometime. Uh-huh. Oh, man, Steve. So, let's get on here to the topic of our show today. Anaconda from 1997. Now, was this the first time you watched this movie? No, no. I've seen this. I saw this you saw back, it back in, in the, the day. day when huh? it, was, it was on HBO or something.
1: Uh, it's it's not one I would rent. Yeah. I remember the previews
0: for it and just being like, that looks stupid. Oh, very stupid. Yeah. You know, I thought that I had watched this, and I talked about this on the last episode. I thought that I had like sat down and watched this at a friend's house or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Or maybe it just didn't stick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because after watching it three times for this, and I've seen it several times before that, I still don't really... Like, there's so much of it, it's just like, it just falls out of my brain. It's not interesting.
0: You know, now that I think about it, I bet I know what it was. Did you ever have that friend... uh, This friend would typically be a white middle-class only child Uh who had... All of the everything at his house. Yeah, yeah. And he even maybe had two TVs in his room. Yeah. So you could play a video game on one uh-huh, while you watch a movie. TV. On. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the scenario. Okay. I think yeah, I was at a friend's house that had both TVs going. Probably Anaconda was on, but I was more watching Killer Instinct. Can you imagine being the first person to tell
1: that kid no? Oh Jesus Christ! His brain would explode.
0: <laughs> but I'm president. <laughs> <laughs> that was the voice of anaconda yeah. <laughs> it was. so i don't think i'd ever like watched this because i didn't really recall like anything about yeah. it honestly it's it's not it's not good nope <laughs> i watched it the night after actually that's why i had to leave our, our meetup that we had the other yeah. night a little earlier because yeah, i was like yeah. shit i haven't watched the movie yet i, mean, and you I don't have any time there, yeah, yeah exactly so i was like i need to get home and watch this movie i was very happy to see whenever i rented it on amazon prime that it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, that's the that's best thing about this movie. That's the
1: best thing about this movie is that it's eighty nine minutes. Yeah, I'm and shocked. there are like
0: four to five minutes of credits, so yeah. you're
1: you're closer to eighty minutes. Pretty than much
0: anything, you which know? to me is, is shocking. I don't yeah. think that it's that the makers of this movie were self aware enough to know this. This should not wear, it. it's welcome. I think they just didn't have enough movie to make a movie. No, because there are parts where they are just shots of the jungle and shit, and it's like, okay. There's so much filler. Yeah. Dude, there's just so so many shots that are like, hey, remember how they're on a boat on the river in the Amazon? Also, for a movie named uh. Anaconda, not enough of the people who die get killed by
1: anacondas. Yeah. Not enough of the threat is an anaconda. uh uh-uh, no. Like, the first threat we run into is a wild boar. That's true, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> then a stinging wasp. Oh, dude. That's in the water? Mm, inside of his scuba gear? Yeah. Planted by John Voight? Yeah, we'll I find think. that out later. How? That how somehow what? he planted a live wasp in there and uh, I guess bribed it? I don't fucking understand All right, understand you listen that, to me,
0: wasp. You you're going to stay mean Alright, or cut you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and dude, there's so I many. I squeeze
1: you tighter than your true love. <laughs>
0: Lines from the movie, yeah. actual lines. Yep. Oh God. And there's so many just like filler shots of John Voigt leering. Yeah. Uh, uh. Doing his Trump face. Somebody at the hangout, it might have been you, pointed out that he just makes Trump face the yep. whole movie. Trump face the whole time. And and he does. Yep. He just makes Trump. He dick comes face off the very Trumpy too. He really does. He
1: does. It's John Voight could probably
0: play him in like a movie. Yes, he could. And uh, probably wouldn't be much of a stretch for him. I wonder if it would be <laughs> a like in support of movie though. Yeah. It that does support, sound like you know a John I mean? Voight thing. Yeah. Like I wonder like, which side it'd be on really. The hero Trump. Oh my God, mm. dude. But yeah, he just makes like dick face this entire movie and yep. just leers at people. There's yep. like multiple shots of him just like leering at JLo mm. with his awful ass face. Ugh. John Voight, you know, again, celebrated very talented uh actor who's been in a lot of amazing movies yeah he's got that ass face he's he does got, have that ass he's face got yeah that face man we talked about another guy who was it on one of the recent episodes i was talking about yeah you should always have a beard uh tom Skerritt in Alien, oh yeah tom Skerritt. i was like man without a beard that guy just has dick face right john Voigt always has dick face to me he's yeah. he's got that face from like i don't know why i just hate looking at your face i feel kind of bad about it I you can't help he your face too yeah maybe yeah yeah that might do. be what guides his life decisions. Well, what we ended up finding out is that he passed all of his face on to his daughter, Angelina Jolie. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: It is strange that yeah. that is his daughter. But, I mean, there are some very slight similarities, but she's mostly just pretty lady
0: and he's old man. Pretty much. Yeah. I would love to see you do an impression... <laughs> of John Voight's face in this, but there's a very startling problem that I did not know about that you started telling me about the other night. I can't frown. That's impossible. I, I thats what I say because I can't do it. The world's most optimistic man. It's not
1: even that. It's just an impossible. I, my muscles don't do it. I tr- I don't even know
0: what to do. No like there's no way like, would, i understand people that can't curl their tongue some people can't. right can you do that yeah i can do that too yeah uh-huh. some people just can't do that yeah and i understand but not Look being able up. to frown i i are there others that are there are to other people in the world who cannot frown so what do you do when you're sad do you go i am sad Yeah, i just have to say it out loud sad <laughs> yep <laughs> he says with a neutral
1: face I, i'm very inscrutable <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what it is. The inscrutable Hollywood Steve. Yeah, I
1: don't know what it is. One time, one time, because my wife finds this hilarious, mm. and sometimes when we're drinking, she'll just be like, Brown. Just try it. Just try it, because my attempts are hilarious, apparently. It
0: does look really funny. I yeah, want Because I, you know I don't even do? know what I'm doing. We're going to take a picture of it and put it on the Patreon. Is you're that am patrons. I doing it? No, you're not doing
1: <laughs> it. Damn it. That's as close as I
0: can no, get. No, that, that was British face. <laughs> Yeah, you weren't doing a frown. You were doing up up pretty British face where just the corners of the mouth go down, but not the center. See, the corners go down, the center goes up. You see? Push the center up. That's getting closer. That's closer. Yeah. That's the best I can do. That's the best you've done. Because otherwise, you've just been doing the sides. Yeah, which is droopy British face. Droopy British face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, so you, you did it just British now face. when you were doing the British voice. Your your mouth automatically does it. Droopy British face. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, governor, <laughs> in it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: Oi, governor.
0: <laughs> we'll put up a picture I would of that. On the to hear.
1: I'd love to hear a posh British person who happens to speak like real
0: Cockney, but with the posh accent. Yeah. <laughs> That would be a a unique thing. You know that there's some specific street in London where that happens.
1: Yeah, it's like the moment... Like, there's this real minute street
0: that connects cockney to posh yeah i picture it's like <laughs> one side of the road is like really nice high-rise uh-huh. apartments and then the, the other, other side, side is just like fish and chips yeah well it looks like <laughs> sweeney todd on the other side oh, of the street God damn yeah and that's where they talk like that <laughs> and it's it's gray over there yeah the other side is just like you know normal yeah exactly you see the ferris wheel thing uh-huh. in the background and stuff i'm pretty sure that's where that exists <laughs> Yeah, we'll put a picture of that up on the uh, on the Patreon. Gosh, I, for I didn't to like, used.
1: I didn't even realize it about
0: myself until I was an adult. Okay, if you want to feel a little bit better about yeah. your secret shame and not being able to <laughs> frown, whenever I try to do like, let's say a rolled R or like a drum roll uh-huh. sound, uh-huh. can you do that? Uh-huh. Yeah, that. Uh-huh. Impossible for me. Oh, okay. I'll do it on the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> like i can't yeah. i don't know how to do it we had there were some
1: other missionaries in russia who couldn't roll their r's which yeah and and it really is like it's very important in russian <laughs> yeah oh yeah because like okay the the word for three is three. 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 See, I
0: can't. three
1: uh, second three that's but, not right is it it's close but the people who couldn't roll their r's would say tree tree okay yeah which doesn't sound like anything to not russians a word. they're like i'm not sure what you're
0: saying to me <laughs> i imagine that in russia they tell like little baby russians that are just starting to speak the language like make noise like kalishnikov <laughs> and then the babies just the baby's start baby's like, trilling immediately ah, okay <laughs> yeah
1: because <laughs> he's been shooting a kalishnikov for two years now yeah exactly and he's two and a half <laughs> he's two and a half years old <laughs> <laughs> and he's finally like oh okay talking gotcha oh, okay got it <laughs>
0: Now, let's talk a little bit about the cast and their cardboard cutout-like characters that are yeah. in this movie. Let's start with J-Lo, who is completely unbelievable as the director of this documentary she's making about what, the Lost Sashimi no tribe. She no point does
1: any directing. No, nothing. She is nothing in this. Yeah, like, she is she a cardboard does cutout. No, she's she just the woman who's, I guess, in charge somehow. Kind of the thing is that she's not a part of the a story doesn't seem that way the a story of the movie is about mateo danny trejo and john voigt yeah
0: being homeboys who catch snakes and sell them i guess black market style like we're led to believe that they're like underground criminals or something And, and one of them gets killed by a vengeful snake seems that way like jaws the revenge
1: style so yeah so the opening is about Danny Trejo getting killed by a snake but then he does up get our, our a, a story snake. he shoots himself he shoots himself to avoid getting killed by a snake <laughs> oh this movie steve so the a story is about the poachers the b story is about these people making a documentary and the poachers take over their boat and go to catch a snake to sell to somebody
0: yeah but here's the thing, Steve. They didn't take over their boat. The boat belonged to Mateo. Right. So basically
1: and Mateo Mateo and what's his name? John Voigt's character? Fuck. Uh Saron. Saron. Mateo and Sarone never talk to each other no. and acknowledge that they're friends. No. And then Mateo dies. By a snake. hmm But wouldn't it have made more sense for John Voigt to kill Mateo secretly
0: to hide his or, or something yeah like i, I don't know i guess like, but, but to me the whole thing is like why did they need to hijack this film crew's boat when mateo already had the boat why didn't they just be like hey mateo you want to go out and catch a snake today so it's, yeah sure
1: it really is just a coincidence that they hired mateo and
0: then r- mateo runs across his old partner in crime i got the impression that it was all set up though like i thought that they had planned but that. why I don't know.
1: Why Why would you need to bring along a documentary crew?
0: That would just slow everything down and yeah. also just make people who could then blab about you and tell on you. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, and also it doesn't make any sense that they're out to catch this fucking snake because when they reach that, like, warehouse at the end, it's yeah. like a snake farm. There's a ton of them. Yeah, they're, just like, growing them. What the fuck? Well, they want one of these
1: gigantic... And we, we of course, hear about these 35 to 40 feet anaconda that never exist. (laughs) Because an anaconda's maximal size, uh, their approximated maximal size is 20 feet. They can't get bigger than
0: that. Here I thought all the stuff about snakes in this movie is factual, Steve. Now, somebody out there will be like, what about, there's a 36 foot long snake skin in Brazil.
1: When they peel off the skin, it gets stretched and dried. It's Mm. not the size of the snake. It's Uh the size of a stretched out skin. Well, there you
0: go. I didn't know that.
1: The more you know. So 20 20 feet is about the maximum size for a green anaconda. That means at maximum size, they couldn't possibly eat a human being.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Now, a python... Has eaten a human being. Yeah. A 23-foot python like was found with a 25-year-old man inside of it. Full deer and hippos and all kinds of shit. A child. I mean, an anaconda could eat a child. Sure. Sure. But not a a grown uh, human. And also, if it did eat one, that would be its meal for a month
0: they wouldn't need to eat again dude that's one of those things about this movie that even i you know i don't know much about snakes but it's like i know that if you feed them like a mouse they're full for like a week yeah these snakes are insatiable and just have incredible metabolism eat everything yeah they're uh, eating
1: machines okay so most of the time we're dealing with the one snake that gets killed
0: first okay so here's the thing about this movie it's anacondas yeah there's clearly more than one. So there are two giant ones.
1: But At only least. the two. Right? Why did none of the other ones show up? What is going on?
0: I, I don't, don't get know. It. I don't fucking understand. Yeah, there's there's multiple anacondas in this movie. Uh-huh. So with them titling it Anaconda, you think it's like Jaws. There's one right. Jaws. Mm-hmm. And how anticlimactic it would be if you watched a movie called Jaws. And then they kill Jaws, and then there's more Jaws behind him. Yep. Well, and then you realize, well, it's in the name. The sna- the shark is called Jaw. <laughs> and there's Jaws, because there's more than one Jaws shark. You know what other movie did
1: this same bullshit? Huh? Lake Placid.
0: Lake Placid, yeah.
1: Yeah, they killed one of the giant gators, and they're like, oh, there's another one. There's a bunch of them. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Fuck it. Who cares? The, the concept behind these movies is we want to make another Jaws. That like that's what they were be. going for. Yeah, and this movie rips off Jaws
0: a ton. Okay, it just I didn't keeps see it off. a lot of the Jaws similarities. Go ahead and break down some of these for well, me because uh, I didn't. I didn't really catch them. Cerrone is Quint. Saron is Quint. Keeps okay. de-
1: he keeps delivering the same sort of. Quint stories, but instead yeah. of great whites, it's about it's about snakes. anacondas. Oh, yeah.
0: the snake will hold you uh, like your lover. Blah blah blah.
1: I, it, particularly the sign where they're the or the scene where they have the the line behind them and it's quiet and they're just it's like oh slowly. yeah with the winch yeah 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 that's I mean, straight that's out Jaws. of Jaws. That's true. They took yeah. it straight out of Jaws. Yeah. Hmm. But then it's also aliens because he doesn't want to kill the snake. Yeah, he wants to bring it
0: back. Yeah, he wants to capture it. Yeah, I wish that he was also wanting to weaponize it.
1: Yeah, it would have been great. (laughs) Could you imagine a snake come up on you? Squeeze you tighter than your true love for your country. (laughs) He comes across (laughs) as Tommy Wiseau a lot, too. Oh, Jesus.
0: Yes, absolutely. So much,
1: especially when he like laughs with that, like just hollow expression. Uh
0: It's like, oh, fuck, dude, to me, the whole time that Kate and I were watching it, we just both kept being like, why is he? Scarface by ways of Christopher Walken, <laughs> or also Razor Ramon by He's ways got of some razor Christopher Ramon Walken. In there too, I really wish he had a, a toothpick, toothpick the whole time and then at people, yeah. man. Oh, that would have said that it it off. Been great. And I wish he would have killed one of the people with, with the a razor's edge. edge yeah. absolutely. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then drank himself nearly to death. Aww, oh, Scott. It got dark, right? Yeah, there joke did. got dark. Yeah, what the fuck is up with John Voight's accent? character everything okay, so like, he, he's uh, amazingly awesomely bad so it sounds like he's doing a sort of french
1: thing but he he says he's from Par- paraguay. paraguay which uh, i looked it up and uh, there aren't there's not like a french speaking section of paraguay so. yeah yeah and he's a white dude very
0: uh, dude he's like the whitest
1: guy yeah which isn't rare in south america yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. it's like it's it's a strange thing to see a white man pretending to be
0: a Latino man <laughs> with a French accent. <laughs> you don't see that every day. Yeah. Well also Mateo in the movie like looks more Hispanic and speaks French and Spanish.
1: Yes. Yeah, he speaks French and Spanish and he also says chefe instead of jefe.
0: Yeah, w- which what? is
1: which is Portuguese. <laughs>
0: I, I, it's a clusterfuck. I can't yeah. explain anything about any of these things. I, yeah. I was mind blown when he said married. I was like, what? what? Yeah, why this now? Okay. So he's a linguist. All right, maybe I'll, he's oh, Maybe he's also a parcel tongue. <laughs> maybe he knew what the snakes were saying all along. Oh, my God. That's now why they need, brought
1: him. Now we need it. The Anaconda Harry Potter crossover. Yes. Where, where Cerone comes back to life. And he needs Harry Potter to help him capture 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 a snake so he can sell it
0: for big money. I know you speak the language. (laughs) You need to tell me the thoughts. And and then Harry Potter's like, they just seem to be saying, fuck. Fuck, who's that guy? Ass. Ass. (laughs) Shit. What what did the snake say as he killed the man, Harry Potter?
1: Speaking of snake saying things, at one point, did you think the snake was going to like say a word i would have been like, surprised he
0: was like going <laughs> it's making all these crazy the snakes like don't do that pig squeal noises yeah. and shit too yeah the whole movie i was like i don't think snakes make a noise no that's why they had to get frank welker to voice it because <laughs> snakes don't do that i mean they're known to hiss true that's something that
1: happens with snakes yeah there's a bit of a
0: hiss maybe maybe they make a little uh rattle noise with their their tail but yeah but these things were making these like crazy like death metal pig squeal vocal yeah. sound yeah or like fucking Jurassic park dinosaur sounds yeah. what the fuck i don't know man oh my god dude are there any other noteworthy characters that you think of in this movie and before you answer that let's go ahead and get ourselves another cold i'm going to need one cuz this movie is just driving me down the depths <laughs> of of sobriety and insanity. This is uh, also from
1: Austin. This is an Austin Beer Works Pearl Snap, mm. which is a German-style pilsner. Oh, well, it should
0: be just a night nightlight, uh, yeah. refreshing, warm-weather day. It's yeah. hot as fuck outside yes, in Tennessee right now. Yeah,
1: we're now. at 5.3% here, so okay. not too
0: much. Let's find out about that. That's oh. a very handsome banger mm-hmm. koozie you've got mm-hmm. that beer in right there. Skankbanger, best uh-huh. band in Knoxville. That's right. We're yeah. gonna open up a merch store online soon, by the way. So oh, good. You guys will be able to buy those and shirts and all kinds of good stuff on there. What do you think about that? Is that nice and light? It is.
1: Yeah? Yeah, this is a this is like a drinking at a football game beer right here. You
0: know what? That's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Just that's a just, good pilsner. Yeah, that's that's good. You know, the funny yeah. thing about like a pilsner is that we kind of view them as the most common you right, know, normal whatever average beer because but that's only in america only in america yeah. yeah and the thing about it is is like actually doing a pilsner right is actually one of the most difficult kinds yeah. of beers to make mm-hmm. so my beer making friends tell me yeah that's good i would totally i would totally smash a couple of yeah. those so way to go austin beer works yeah two for two guys pearl snap two for two okay other characters in this movie we've got uh iced uh fuck Ice Cube. T. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I've blanked out on which ice was in this movie. (laughs) Ice Ice Baby, he's called. And he's like the camera guy. Yeah. But he doesn't really film anything.
1: Yeah. And uh, Ice doesn't seem to gather that uh, camera guy. Like, mostly just stands still. That's and what you doesn't should do. move the camera. He around waves a lot. that camera yeah. around
0: like yeah. fucking crazy, like it's damn Blair Witch Project. It's like the first thing you do when you're a kid and you get to look this, play look with that. the home camera. Whoa, you're just like looking around. Look and everything. at all this so stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah. He's he. I don't think he'd uh, be getting a lot of work as a camera no. person. <laughs> <laughs> but Owen Wilson, the sound guy who clearly doesn't know what his job is either yeah his job uh
1: apparently is taking a
0: parabolic mic
1: out and just listening to jungle noises with his girlfriend when they're stoned
0: but they're also talking the entire time yeah let's go get noises and talk in front of this very sensitive mic the entire
1: time. yeah it would be so loud in their earphones <laughs> what the fuck dude and what is what is her job a production uh, assistant, or no? What Sexy did she say? Boss. Production manager. She said at the beginning. Is she? Though? Yeah, but she doesn't do
0: anything. I no. think she makes a salad and is cute. That's um, her job. The concept.
1: The concept that there was a director sitting in a chair with a camera and probably fifty people behind him. Yeah. And he thought, well, this documentary crew would be what? Three people? Four people? I think so. That sounds about yeah. right. She's a production manager, but she doesn't have any production assistants. Mm-mm. There's no production coordinator. Like, why would they go with? Why wouldn't they have uh, her be something like it be a small thing and just her be like, "Well, I'm just here to help the production." Like, don't give her a bigger title
0: when she's not managing anything. Nothing. Yeah, as far as I can tell, fucking nothing. <laughs> nothing. And of course, you can't film a documentary. Without your stuffy wine-drinking British narrator guy, who's there during the shoot?
1: Yeah, normally the narrative or the narration is going to be recorded it's in a be booth post. because it sounds better than recording in a fucking jungle.
0: <laughs> Imagine that on a boat with a motor. <laughs> it's going to sound like shit. I mean, the worst documentary of all time. It's like yeah. this guy talking over an outboard motor. <laughs> Here's the sashimi tribe Hey, don't tell Bill Dance that. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Remember Bill Dance? Yeah, I do. Bill Dance. My God, fishing with Bill Dance. Are you telling me they don't actually take David Attenborough all over the place with these cameras? That man's in his (laughs) eighties. Why do they have the narrator
1: as part of the crew? I don't know. It's dumb. It's a dumb
0: idea. Like it it really shows a real lack of thought. It's seriously like five minutes went into making this. I don't know. There's a crew of people. They're making Mm -hmm. a documentary in the Amazon. They get hijacked by these people wanting a snake. I don't know. Go. Hire. Hire the people. Film it. Go. And the thing is, this is written uh, or co-written by Jim Cash and
1: Jack Epps Jr. Along with Hans Bauer. But Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr. wrote Top Gun. What? Yeah. And The Secret of My Success, which is also good Tom Cruise. I don't know that one. Turner and Hooch, not great. Okay, but much much loved. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like they, they had written a bunch of movies in the late 80s and early 90s
0: that weren't a big bad. deal. Yeah. <laughs> and then they write this. What the fuck? I don't get it. What about uh, Eric Stoltz in this movie as Captain not appearing in this movie? Yeah, Captain Coma. He he'd be sleeping the whole time. Yeah, he
1: they basically get rid of the guy who they set up would be your hero. He seems
0: like he's the main character, and then he's yeah. just
1: out. Except when he's talking, he's just so boring. Yeah. Like,
0: he, he just He sucks. No no charisma no charisma no there's nothing about him that makes you go like yeah i get why she's with him yeah or, well that's the thing though is that he and JLo do share that searing electric on-screen chemistry it, oh my god it's no, so bad it's dude it's up there with like fucking what's it bella and edward and twilight yeah. where there's just nothing between these and characters
1: and why did they have him smoke that was just like it <laughs> seemed so forced because <laughs> he was like obviously not into it he yeah. just kinda had it dangling on his lip and like holding it. Like just don't put the cigarette in the scene. Yeah. It helps with consistency between takes. No need for a cigarette.
0: Dude, it's it's all just it's all just so bad. They're the worst camera crew not doing their job out there. Not at all. They're never filming yeah. anything. Like, they're never filming, oh, here's our journey, this is the whatever river basin, yada, yada, talking. They don't film anything.
1: And when they were thinking about making a documentary, why did they not look at the thing that was right in front of them? A man who looks and sounds exactly like Ice Cube in a world where Ice Cube (laughs)
0: exists. And he's a fan of, of his doppelganger
1: key. yeah because he he <laughs> quotes uh good day had a good day yeah uh, yeah today's a good day he today's says. a good day he says he never does use an ak he so doesn't yeah each therefore, day
0: seems to be a good day for him apparently according to that logic i have had several 30, good days. 35 years of good yeah. days <laughs> yet to use an ak so so far so good but then later
1: he's listening to a song <laughs> It's Mac 10 rapping, but he co-wrote the song. Ice Cube co-wrote that song. So in this world, (laughs) there's a man who looks exactly like Ice Cube who goes to USC film school and nobody said, we should do something with that.
0: I Maybe Ice did. Cube would be interested in meeting the person who looks just like him. I wish that at some point during this movie, he would have been playing that song and just been like, y'all ever hear this guy? People say I look just like him. <laughs> they, that could have been a fun joke even. would have been like, that's awesome and Yeah, that would have been
1: more meta fun joke instead of just like,
0: oh, well, we'll have him listen to a song he co-wrote and never make anything of it. Nah. Don't get it. Also, I was disappointed that in the credits, there was no rap song about an anaconda that he did. That would have been amazing. Like, that would have made me yeah, like Yeah, like Deep like, this, Blue okay. Sea. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, man. I would have been more on board with this movie if it would have wrapped up with an anaconda rap. Longest. Strongest. My face is like a snake face. <laughs> <laughs> My face is like a snake face. Now, yeah. that I could have got behind. Yeah. That I could have uh-huh. got behind. Man, you're a freestyling whiz, I dude. know. <laughs> Now, the real star of this movie is, of course, the snake. Yeah. Which, the, the villain, but not really, because John Voigt's the villain. Yeah, John, the John Anaconda Voight's the villain. just wants to John eat. John
1: Voight's the villain and the protagonist of the A story. Yeah. But the antagonist to the B story that is unrelated to the anacondas completely. Oh. They are not after anacondas. No. They're there to see the people in the mist. Yeah.
0: I'll add this, too, uh-huh. before we get on to talking about the snake and its many forms uh-huh. of looking stupid in the movie. Yeah. Wouldn't the movie had just been a lot better and a lot more simple if it was a documentary crew who picks up this guy who's, like, basically a hitchhiker on his, on his boat that's downed? Right. And he almost, like, you know, fucking the hitcher like overtakes this vessel and is like no you guys are gonna do what i say or i'm gonna kill you yeah or like the river wild where it's like yeah. i know this river you guys need me to get through these obstacles well, gonna yeah do that's what, what he I say says, and catch yeah. this snake yeah they didn't need to do the whole also secretly i'm buddies with the guy that owns this boat and we're not going to talk about it and we're not going to talk about it and also i have no need to hijack a boat that my friend owns yeah what? Because Mateo's on my side here. Simplify. Yeah. Why was this not more simple? My and, and God, why not Yeah.
1: make the documentary about the anacondas?
0: Maybe that. Yeah. Yeah. Then this guy's like, he's like, oh, I happen to know a lot about this area and the snakes. So yeah. I can help you guys. But right. Then he like, turns out hijacking them and forcing them at gunpoint to capture the snake or whatever.
1: Yeah. Easy. That's and, better. And they're being forced because one of them is injured and one of them dies. And then like, yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah. It's just that this movie doesn't doesn't explore that it just shows us it shows us a bunch of like a series of events that have very little logical consistency to
0: them very little yeah and they never make us care about it no not at all well see here's the thing is like okay going with the storyline that you were just talking about Mm mm-hmm about oh they're actually making a documentary about these snakes mm-hmm. what if they were like people that were out to preserve these snakes right they're an endangered species yeah. we want to film a thing about them to expose you know that they're this incredible so creature. much better and then they get hijacked by this guy that's like no we're going to capture it and i'm going to sell it yeah you know i'm out to make money and they're like we're Uh, out to save the species right that would have been a much more convincing story give give
1: our our actual protagonists who we're supposed to be rooting for give them something that makes us like them maybe that there's nothing that happens that makes us like these people
0: Mm -mm. at any point not a thing nope (laughs) okay so the snake in this is represented in a myriad of practical Mm -hmm. mechanical forms yes and, and Total garbage CGI. That costs $100,000 per second. Per second? Per second. That is a lot of money. Yes. Wow. And it looks like shit. Dude, and you're talking about a world where it's like, okay, you go, well, yeah, dude, but it was 1997. Jurassic Park came out. 93. Oh, yeah. 93. T2 uh-huh. came out in what, fucking 92 or something yes. like that? Yes. Both look infinitely better than the CG in this. The yeah. Thing, the thing about the CGI in this is they were way too bold with it.
1: Yeah. They're they, showing it a lot.
0: Blatantly. Yeah. Yeah, just blatantly. And mixed in with real live people who are being uh-huh. you know wrapped up by the snake or whatever. And then the animatronic, which
1: looks dead in the face. It, yeah. It yeah it's like just so dead looking. And they didn't really... Research how a snake moves. I don't think, because the the second snake uses a whole bunch of tail whips.
0: Yes, it does. Which
1: is not a thing a snake does. Not that I'm that's entirely aware. That's out. what an alligator or a crocodile would do. <laughs> not a snake. I whip my tail back and forth. Yeah, it says. Also, snakes don't look for a challenge in eating.
0: Ever. I don't think so. They look for the easiest thing they can eat. Snake's are lazy. Yeah. Snake needs to get a job. <laughs> That snake needed to get a job. He was in a factory. <laughs> Maybe that's where he worked. That's true. That could be it. I worked down in a snake factory. I'm just trying to find something to eat. <laughs> be right back. I'm writing the next Sisters of Mercy album, Snake Factory. Snake Factory. <laughs> that sounds more like a that's ministry awesome. album, I think. I mean, it does, yeah. yeah. More like a ministry kind mm-hmm. of thing. God, dude. So dumb. Yeah, yeah. The, the animatronic snake, just it has as much character in the face is like a Chuck E. Cheese robot. Yeah, because it's a snake. And it looks dumb. Its eyes are like weirdly close together.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, and an anaconda's eyes aren't that close together. They're a little more wide set. The
0: mechanical at times doesn't look
1: all that bad. No, I mean from a distance and if if they're moving it right, Mm -hmm. the way a snake moves. Yeah. But mostly they're moving it like it's just two ends of a a whip (laughs) Yeah pretty or much like just hit you with the head hit you with the tail Yeah
0: and then the CGI one has incredible, like, 120-mile-per-hour speed at, yeah. at times. Other now times it's slow. The Anacondas do swim pretty fast, but not that fast. Dude. Yeah. And, dude, like, on land, there's several shots where that thing is hauling yeah, ass. Yeah, and they're not that fast on land. Hauling snake ass. Hauling snake ass. Be right back, writing my Pantera tribute album. Hauling, hauling, hauling snake, snake, snake ass. ass. <laughs> I think that's more of a hell yeah album, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Hell yeah, is a terrible band. Quit kidding yourselves, guys. Yes, Vinnie Paul was in it. R.I.P. We miss him. Yep. Hell yeah, is a terrible fucking band, guys. Don't need him. Get it together. Get <laughs> it together. There is one moment where Eric Stoltz actually. I like
1: what he did. Yeah. It's the part where they talk about the sashimi tribe, the shirashama.
0: <laughs> no rice in that yeah, tribe.
1: They mention the shirashama and then um, what's his name? Saron, he's he's like, oh yeah, I know them. And then he tells like, you know, their, <laughs> their legend or whatever. And then uh, Eric Stoltz not even looking at him, just looking off in the distance is like, um, I believe that's from a different tribe. And he's like, it's <laughs> oh, from the shirashama too. And he's like, he pulls up the, the binoculars like I don't think so <laughs> it's just so flat like it's what he's doing the whole time but it works in that moment yeah. where it's like he's being so cocky that he's not even looking at the guy who's telling him it's hey. not
0: giving a fuck works pretty well yeah in but that but particular of course, instance that gets him wasped wasped. Uh, yeah. oh my god it's so bad Okay, so we've also got some really terrible ADR in this movie. Yeah, a whole lot uh, to basically. They had to do some dubbing over to get
1: a PG thirteen, so they cut out some fucks and, yeah. and stuff. And you'll notice that the lips don't match up with very freak obvious or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, there's a lot of exposition
0: ADR. <laughs> that's my then, dude. That's my favorite. My John Voight gets darted. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, my favorite moment. It's he fa- he
1: falls into the water, and then you hear Ice Cube. In a completely different tonal environment, say, damn, the dart fell out of his back. (laughs) As it shows the dart floating up to the top of the water. You know what? Okay. You know what happens in those moments? Either an executive was watching it and not paying attention. And they were like, wait, didn't he get darted? What happened to him? So they were like, okay, we'll throw in an ADR line that clearly explains that the dart you saw floating came out of his back. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite part of that actually though is when he gets stabbed in the back, he goes The darts.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he does. Yeah, Emily, he does. Emily cracked up at that. Oh, it's just so like, dumb. What? Yeah. The, oh yeah. That's what just hit me. The <laughs> dart. The dart. Dude, it goes back to that thing where you know how we talked about in a lot of our like favorite really smart movies that just uh-huh. don't hold you by the hand and walk you through the movie? How it's right. like the director had faith in the audience to yeah, figure out. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it. Yeah. This is like the director's like, I assume if you're watching this, you're, you're fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, why would you watch
1: this? So I'll speak to you like a dumb child, dummy. <laughs> John Voigt got shot
0: by the dart, which uh-huh. we saw, but he also reaffirmed, oh the dart. Uh-huh. So we know that he knows. Then he falls in the water the dart floats to the top it shows us shows us
1: that the vart came out but then we also have to be told damn the dart came out of his back
0: you must be an idiot so yeah. i need to explain this stuff to you <laughs> if you're watching my movie you're a dumbass is what that says to me also true in every movie and this
1: is just this is actually i'm not making fun of this you can use this in screenwriting and mm. it works if uh if you're you paint yourself into a corner where you decide these two characters are going to be the ones that are alive and then you realize oh wait they don't know how to operate the boat mm-hmm. you have a scene where the character's like want to learn how to operate
0: the boat oh you're talking about in uh, uh near dark right or, they, or this they hitch the ride with the truck driver and he's yeah. like, you don't do that you'll jackknife." yes it. blah, exactly blah, blah. yeah yeah
1: yeah, where you just explain so that later people don't ask the question, "Wait, how did they how get did back?" They do that? Yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't know. So dumb, dude. You know what though? I think that in addition to the A story and the B story that yeah. you're talking about, I think that we're also dealing with some subtext in this movie oh, yeah? about how man right is a snake. Okay. How we all have our snaky side to mm, us. Mm-hmm. Hear Cold blooded. Yeah, I want you to mm. think about this. Gotcha. Okay. So how in the movie does John Voight kill uh uh salad maker cute bod? Oh, Kari were Um he 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 strangles her with his legs. He crushes her like a snake. Like a snake. Yeah. How the fuck does that work too, by the way? She's like standing there and he jumps in the air tied to a pole. Uh, yeah and crushes her with he's an action legs. star oh okay that's yeah. what it is got mm-hmm. it so there's that there's there's a scene I think towards the end if I recall where like J-Lo and them are fighting John Voight she bites him on the leg that's true like a snake like a snake would uh huh John Voight, he seems to be this guy. Oh, help me. I'm shipwrecked. My boat mm-hmm. got, got fucking knocked on the rocks, whatever. Yeah. He sheds his skin to reveal he's cold blooded. Damn. I think there's a lot of subtext about this stuff in this movie.
1: Oh, there's also that scene where he convinces Jennifer Lopez to eat some fruit. Yeah? No.
0: Well, it would be very snake-like of him. It would do. be. Yeah, It would be very, very much like that in order <laughs> to do that. One thing about this movie I was going to ask you about, and I'm trying to figure out what what the subtext is here. Uh-huh. How many things in this movie end up with one eye missing? Okay. There's the, the leopard. Or panther, or whatever that
1: thing is. Well, technically, panthers are... Uh, every cat species can become a panther it's just the melt yeah it, it, like uh it's just the melanation; they become completely black no so, shit yeah there's no such thing as a panther as a species on its own. is a
0: black house cat a panther they're br- uh, well i mean god damn what have we done
1: i mean it's a recessive trait and very rare okay all right it happens i didn't I'm, know that you see them a lot in south american set stuff huh but it's not like they're that common it's just can they look be, cool can it be a panther tiger Um, I looked that up actually And I saw some pictures But they all look
0: photoshopped to me Mm, Look shopped Yeah yeah. Was it also like riding on the back of a rocket Across the landscape of New York City With the Twin Towers still standing Yeah Definitely shopped Was it Definitely shopped Are you saying
1: Are you saying the Twin Towers aren't there They're not there
0: anymore Where'd they go Don't worry about it for now Transformers Robots Robots in in disguise disguise. (laughs) Pretty sure it's that Yeah okay so th- it kills that 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 black large jungle cat yeah leopard you say probably yeah jaguar or uh, probably jaguar. Yeah. that makes sense and it specifically shows us as it crushes it
1: the that eye its pop eye out. popped
0: out yeah and it like does this long zoom in yeah like look at that eye check it out uh-huh later on when i think it's j-lo shoots the snake uh-huh shoots one of its eyes out yes and eye then, for an eye eye for an eye i guess and then later on whenever the anaconda pukes john voight back up like, just snakes, to eat again, like snakes don't by the way they don't it, the hell
1: they do they do puke stuff back up uh if they eat a large meal and they're trying to escape a predator they will regurgitate it to get away faster Ditch some weight. but not to just eat it again
0: a snake would swallow john voight it would not puke him back up no they'd keep him down yeah yeah you want to you want that john voight in you <laughs> But, dude, whenever it pukes him up, he has one eye missing. Yeah. And then winks with the other eye. Okay. So he's still alive? Here's a question Uh I want to ask you about that. Okay. Because upon first glance, and like in my notes, I have like John Voight puked up, one eye winks. Maybe he was just blinking. Oh, right. Yeah. Because if you got one eye, can you wink? Every blink is a wink. (laughs) Every blink (laughs) is a wink. (laughs) so like dude if you welcome to one-eyed willies where every blink is a wink imagine if you're at a bar Mm -hmm. and there's this really handsome swarthy like let's say kurt russell in escape from la guy down at the end of the bar yeah, snake blisket and you're like i don't know if he winked at me or if he just blinked Is he coming on to me? Or
1: was he just doing a normal automatic function? People with function? eye patches have to be lit. Pull up the eye patch.
0: Point. Point. Like. <laughs> winking. Got it. Huh? <laughs> I think if it was me, I would go. I would do the I would do the wink and go, I was winking just then. <laughs> that was for you. Yeah. My other eye. Well, I don't have another eye. Yeah. But that was a wink. That was a wink. <laughs> winking and blinking with Ben and Steve. Has uh, winking ever worked out (laughs) for you, Ben? Yeah, Kate finds it very charming because she can't do it. Oh, really? Yeah, Kate can't wink. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so she finds it very alluring. It's actually worked out for me, too. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah? That winking works? I'll name drop. One time Tosin Abasi and I were hanging out. Uh Uh-huh winked at Kate she found it very charming uh, Tosin's a nice fella he's a sweet guy I believe that yeah that's a, that's a true fact true facts <laughs> okay so what's up with all this one eye stuff in this movie is it all about the one-eyed snake aka the penis yeah are, are, are these all dick references is there a deep Freudian sexual uh, uh, side story undertone well I mean running well if you movie? say
1: Freudian and, and eyes yeah there is a thing about Freudian uh, the 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 fear of having your eyes clawed out, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah, that's that's like uh, abject horror, basically to to Freud. Your most vulnerable spot, that also is your window to the world, right. being attacked. Yeah. yeah.
0: So why is that in this piece of shit movie? I don't think I don't <laughs> think they thought about that at all. You know, would be cool, if yeah. we got an eye blown out. Yeah. What about when they shoot the snake? Uh, I think maybe it was the out.
1: only makeup effect that the. might be what it is they could
0: do yeah Yeah, because like there aren't really any other makeup effects i mean honestly why when john voight is eaten by a snake is his eye gone why would that happen as you got swallowed by a snake oh my eye fell out maybe in this world people's eyeballs just fall out. everybody's got loose eyeballs yeah just googly eyes what (laughs) What if in this world,
1: in this world, you have your baby eyeballs and then your human eyeballs, your eyeballs fall out at a certain point and your new ones grow in? My baby
0: eyes and my adult eyes. Here's spins little baby eyes. Oh, They're so in a book. Cute. Just two eyes with an optic nerve. What the fuck? I wish that there would have been more ADR. By ice in this, where yeah. like he gets swallowed and he's like, Oh man, I bet his eye fell out too. <laughs> I want that. I want the ice cube
1: ADR cut where it just every time everything's explained. every time nothing's being said and you can't see Ice Cube's mouth. Yeah. They just have him say something. What's going on? Oh man, we're still in this boat in the river. <laughs> oh man, that waterfall's flowing backwards.
0: What the hell's going on with that? <laughs> Dude, you want to define lazy filmmaking? <laughs> That's super lazy! Oh my god, they had that shot where the boat yeah. arrived by the waterfall, yeah. and then they didn't have the shot for when they left, so they just reverse let's the just original run shot. It in reverse? Whose fucking idea was that? You don't
1: even have to show them leave. You could just cut that part. Yeah, we see them going down the river in the boat.
0: They left. They left. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just dummy ass shit in this movie, dude. I wish that during that part, whenever, whenever it shows Owen Wilson and he's like inside of the snake that's underwater, oh, the snake God. Like goes by the camera yeah. and he shows his whole body in there. Yeah. If I see, he goes, oh man, Owen Wilson got to eat by the snake. <laughs> In case you weren't paying attention, <laughs> oh man, J Lo's
1: gonna seduce him, and he doesn't refer to anybody by their character yeah, names. Yeah, no, it's just he the just act, calls the real name.
0: <laughs> I want that. Uh, oh god, dude, <laughs> this fucking movie. I'll, yeah. say, I'll, I'll say one more thing about it too the the soundtrack at times wasn't bad. No, that's true. Not bad. At times, it was very, very the,
1: overbearing. Though. The main theme, though, to me, sounds like the beginning <laughs> of memories from cats. It's like they kept going back to that, like, and then go off from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we gotta
0: change it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> maybe the original idea was just to use memories from cats. Yeah, in they the were theme. like, let's just
1: use cats. Like, what if they had done the whole thing with to the, the score cats of cats? Score? <laughs>
0: PS dude, we've not talked about on the show. Have you watched that trailer for Cats yet? Oh god, it's frightening. Who in the fuck asked for this?
1: But to be honest, somebody did point this out about it. Who in the fuck asked for cats in the first place? That's it's just a silly concept. It's silly as People shit. People in cat suits singing about how they're cats. Dude, do you know anything about the story of cats? Yeah, it's, it comes from T.S. Eliot's, uh, the the uh, book of magical cats or whatever. So but they're...
0: then, yeah, then... They have to have a dance-off to see name? who gets to go to cat heaven or something right, like this? Right, yeah. On a spaceship, I think? The, I think there's a spaceship involved? I believe there's a spaceship involved. What Does in it the be? holy fuck? Who wins in that one? Is it Mr. Nobody, Myth we all stuffless. lose. <laughs> we all lose, Steve.
1: I'm a cat. <laughs> There's no such thing as a jellicle cat, Andrew Lloyd, however. You can't just make up a type of cat.
0: Oh, man, Steve. Anaconda is just, it's just bad. But, you know, the thing about it is, is like in my notes, I think the most poignant note that I have about this movie is, I wish it was worse.
1: Yes. That's the absolute truth about this movie is that much like Deep Blue Sea, it's watchable.
0: Yeah, but like Deep Blue Sea is Deep Blue is Sea's more fun. It's more it's fun, more fun because it's dumber. It's dumber. Yes. Yeah, exactly. There's so much just dumb, silly uh-huh. shit in yeah. that movie. Like this movie is as dumb as Deep Blue Sea. Like to me, Deep Blue Sea is this cousin's like closest cousin. Yeah, of like you know late '90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrible bullshit Yeah, I would movies. say this deeply seen late
1: Placid or the, Yeah. They're the creature features of the late 90s that the, were just unholy terrible. unholy not, not even fun to watch, really, mm. but not bad enough to be fun to make fun of.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this movie isn't so unbelievably awful that it's fun or yeah. funny. Like, there's no, like, dangling mics in the shot. Right, or, that would have been great. Yeah, exactly. Like, stuff like that that makes watching really bad movies fun... Uh-huh other than the backwards waterfall, yeah the backwards waterfall that's there's, it there's not really much any of that in this movie it's yeah. just very serviceable but joyless if that that's makes it sense. Joyless. joyless i was gonna say to like it. the director
1: luis uh yosa he i think he's peruvian okay um he directed sniper do you remember that with tom no. berenger which one's that it's an 80s action movie okay, it's not no, I've never seen it. um he, he, he directed, you know, some not great movies. But, like, the thing about his movies is that you can't really challenge the the shots.
0: They're fine. He composes a good shot. The movie doesn't look all that bad. Yeah. yeah it, Well, as long as there's not CGI and stuff involved. It's not shot badly.
1: I, I would imagine it seems like he's real hands-off because there's no way... There's no way that Eric Stoltz would be delivering that line, and you wouldn't want to jump in and be like, "You want to give that a little
0: more? Maybe we like, do this mm-hmm. one again. Yeah, yeah. Try."
1: So he seems to be real hands off with his actors. I, I, I don't think he's he did a bad job with this. No, there's just nothing to work with. There's
0: just nothing there. Yeah, yeah. It is a ridiculously pointless story that doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. That didn't need to be told for an hour and a half.
1: I mean it was rewritten so much. Like the original writer was Hans Bauer, then Jim Cash and Jack Epps came along and rewrote it and then I didn't even write down who wrote what ended up being the shooting script, really? which basically changed 90% of the script.
0: Whoa, I wonder what the original was like then. Uh, Surely it made uh, more sense. Uh, Hans than this. Bauer
1: did release it as a, a book. It's oh. called Anaconda, the writer's edition. So if Ooh. you want to know, that bad you can find out but i bet it i
0: bet it's not that great but the thing is is like i'm left so uninspired by watching the movie that it's like even yeah, I'm though i'm running sitting running going, like yeah i wonder what the original is like i don't really care enough. yeah <laughs> still don't really care not gonna give it that much of my life <laughs> no huh yeah man it's a, it's an odd bag i didn't like abjectly hate this movie while i no. watched it i obviously didn't love it yeah but i also didn't think it was so bad that I loved it. It's not like watching yes. the Wraith or yes, something exactly. like that. Yes, exactly. It's
1: not like like you you don't get like some fun moment maybe where like there's just something crazy thrown in out of nowhere. That would have been great. If just like out of nowhere Danny Trejo showed up and it's like I didn't shoot myself, I shot at the snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. There's Danny Trejo now. Yeah. Or I mean, maybe the tribe is the one that saves them, or, some or maybe shit. the tribe kills them. Yeah. What if at the end, oh, instead of like if that. the Shira
1: Shama had been like, "What the fuck, blow dart, blow bitch. dead, <laughs>
0: over"? That actually, I would have been like, "This movie's actually pretty yeah, awesome." That would have been way better. It's all this silly, dumb shit, and then uh-huh. at the end, they just get killed by yeah. this tribe. I would have been like, "Okay, <laughs> it was awesome. I'm, I'm actually okay with the ending. The ending brought it in, stuck the dismount.
1: Like, I mean, seriously, there's so many. There's so many." things that could be changed about this movie to make
0: it okay but it could never be great no no matter what like, oh and also too real quick whenever they, at the end of the movie whenever they do finally find the tribe of the mist uh-huh like the whole crew's dead yeah they How got, are they even shooting any of this shit well they're not getting any sound
1: for sure no but we got ice cube with the camera <laughs> So, so that's it. Point and shoot.
0: That's it. <laughs> Get David Attenborough to narrate it later. I guess I'll yeah. be fine. Or build Or build dance. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't it be real funny if as he started shooting, Jennifer Lopez was just
0: like, I guess we didn't need the narrator here at all, did we? We'll do it in post, which I yeah. guess makes more sense in the end, actually. <laughs> Moving on. Steve, you got any final thoughts about this stupid, stupid movie? You want to rate this thing up?
1: Yeah, it's stupid. (laughs)
0: That should be the quote on the back of the box. It's stupid. It's stupid. But not Uh, dumb.
1: Not dumb, just not... Not intelligent. Not anything. Not anything. It's... It's eighty nine minutes. The minimum for a feature film is eighty eight minutes.
0: This skidded in at the finish line. They
1: were going for minimum. They yeah. were really going for minimum and minimum effort on everything. Minimum effort yeah. on everything. The only person putting their entire effort into this is John Voight, and he went. I guess he just thought nobody's putting effort into this. I'm going to do the dumbest thing I could do. (laughs) I'm going to be
0: everybody's effort into
1: this. Yeah, I'm going to go stupid on it. (laughs) Everybody's going to be watching fucking John Voight. And that's true. I don't even pay attention to Jennifer
0: Lopez in this. At yeah. all? No, he's John the, Voight. It's all you want to see. He's the only person in this that is a character. Yeah. It's like is his character way over the top and stupid and very mm-hmm. confusing? Yeah. Yes. He's also the only person who's acting in this. Right. Movie. I
1: bet he had a lot of fun doing it too. Whereas everybody else not seems not to not be having fun. I know. Yeah. No, like, he's not an idiot.
0: And he was already very, very established yes. at this point. He it's, doesn't
1: need this, but it's a paycheck.
0: Yeah. It's not like this is the movie where I'm going to make my big break. Right. <laughs> Deliverance didn't put in my over. 60s. Yeah. Dude's like what? Yeah, nobody put any effort into anything in this movie.
1: Just, yeah, zero effort. I mean, Ice Ice Cube is, I assume, doing the same thing he'd been doing up to that point where it's just like, I'm Ice Cube. Like, I don't have to. I'll just be me. I'll just be me, and yeah. that's
0: charming and it works. That's yeah, fine. And it works. Yeah, he's he's okay in this. Yeah. Giving dumb lines and he stuff. He's giving but. a
1: lot of dumb lines, yeah. But I think that's probably also why they went to him for ADR because he's the only one with some expression in his voice.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, true.
1: Everyone else is just flat. Right. So, yeah, there's some fine performances in it. And I think. Yeah, I think. From time to time, that, that mechanical snake could have, um, if, if they put a little more effort into it and then just cut CG completely... It could have been more intimidating and better dude.
0: i mean considering that they were ripping so hard from jaws and yeah. a lot of this stuff it's like take notes yes find ways to show it without showing it
1: yes that's what they had to do with jaws because they did have a problem on this where the mechanical snake like broke down or something okay and it's actually still included in the movie because oh. it started like shooting wildly Flailing. yeah huh so they kept that shot in the movie but yeah yeah go more if you're gonna if you're really trying to mimic jaws mimic jaws like do what they do minimal showing uh dread building rather than constantly like oh there's the fucking snake
0: yeah let's beat it punch it punch the snake we talked about it with with alien you know it's like the fact that you never knew where this thing was you knew it was Uh there somewhere on the ship but you never were sure of where it was That made it so much better. And
1: that was an amazing creature design. So if you got your half-ass creature design, show it even less than alien. Yeah,
0: exactly. Don't even show it to me
1: at all. So, yeah, for me, this is this is a, a real bad movie, but it's also not an inconvenience to me to watch. I'll, that's a great way to put it. It's not an inconvenience. Yeah. yeah. If it was like if I was at somebody's house and they were watching
0: Anaconda, I'd just be like right, whatever. Yeah. I'll narrate it as as, as ice. Yeah. I'm going to be the ice cube. I'll be ice cube for you. <laughs> yeah. And I'll narrate the whole movie with his ADR.
1: Good idea. That panther's eye came out. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So for me,
0: this is like a a two. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. We two. It's just so illogical and dumb. Yeah. We have this film crew that is not making a documentary. <laughs> we have this group of poachers that isn't poaching. Nope. Like, dude, John Voight's entire mission, him and Mateo both. Is to catch this snake. Yeah, they encounter the snake like a million times yeah. and make no efforts to catch it. Yeah, what were what was the plan on catching it? Like at the very end, they have the net thing, right? And then but, he uses them as like human bait with the baboon. Right. So uh, finally, he has monkey a plan blood or whatever.
1: But yeah, again, snakes not attracted to the smell of blood. <sighs> So, why are you covering him in monkey blood? Why do that, Because anyway. he hates monkeys, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. so he keeps killing them the whole time. He's out there fighting Big Monkey. Always <laughs> oh, trying to put monkeys in the movies. Can't, fighting them back. I can't believe
1: that our politicians take money from Big, Big Monkey. monkey. Mm, bought and sold.
0: They're in their pockets, Steve. <laughs> Just telling us that monkeys won't rip your dick off. They're fun, they They're say. They're fun. They don't throw poop everywhere. Go get some, they say. <laughs> go get some monkeys. go get some monkeys they're always shoving this down our throats I'm glad that John Voight was there standing up for hell us hell yeah not giving a shit about seeing these monkeys get killed <laughs> I'm happy for it so fucking dumb they have a boat already they have a snake farm yeah who are they selling this fucking snake to anyway a zoo like what are they doing Jake the Snake Roberts Jake the Snake <laughs> yeah that's it he was always wanting a bigger
1: snake oh, Always. never every satisfied time, every time they'd come they'd be like okay
0: Jake I have a 32-footer for you. It's not Um, enough. It's not enough. I need more. I need more, brother. (laughs) (laughs) I threw a brother. I don't think he ever said brother. Probably not. (laughs) Man, he just always looked like such an abusive stepdad.
1: Always. And uh, according to Stone Cold Steve Austin, the first time he saw Jake the Snake getting ready for a wrestling match, it blew his mind. He was just sitting in a chair near the entrance smoking a cigarette. They announced his name. He put the cigarette out, picked up a bag with a snake, and walked out. big pregame ritual stretching no like taping up nothing just fucking smoke a cigarette carry your snake yes i gotta go out here and do his
0: shit again (laughs) damn that is hard yeah this movie's stupid uh cardboard characters uh so much just filler garbage in a story that doesn't make sense yeah but at the end of the day it didn't take much time to watch it. No. Usually movies that are so oblivious take way too long to watch. It's true. Yeah, they're stretching out way too much. Whereas this this story, there's
1: not a lot of stretching. The quiet moments are stealing directly from Jaws. Yeah. Uh, all the other moments is just constant. Everybody telling each other what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that if I watched this movie on my own, I would probably go with you and give it a two. But I think the fact that... I had fun talking about it, and yeah. talking shit about it. Uh-huh. I think that gives it a full nother point. All so right. I'm going to say three Trace. out of ten. All it's right. going to be a three out of ten. Totally dumb movie, Steve. It is very dumb. But I like talking about the shitty movies. Yeah, I do too. It's funny. I,
1: I mean, I if we had started a shitty movie podcast...
0: This would the, be one of the first This episodes. would definitely be one of the episodes. Yeah, for sure, yeah. man. Well, you guys be sure to stay tuned next week. We're going to be talking about a movie that isn't shitty at all. In fact, this that one awesome. I'm very excited about, which we're going to reveal. After we tell you guys to go and rate and review this podcast on On iTunes iTunes or your podcast app of choice, Mm -hmm. we've been getting a couple trickling in. But just like Jake the Snake and his (laughs) ever-living quest to find a bigger and badder snake to satisfy his reptilian needs, I need more reviews from you guys. More reviews. More reviews for Caesar. Moar. Yes, I want them. So be sure to go on there and add one. It just takes a second for you guys and it helps the show out a lot it helps us show up in those searches and all that kind of jazz as it is now we're we're doing pretty good. I was showing you the other day, like whenever you search yeah. for like horror, or no, it's like a, a film and television. Yeah. We're in iTunes. the film and television category. We're on the page. Yeah. We're, we're in the top 100. I pretty think, sick, you know, man. Yeah. I'm not sad about that at all. So I'm you guys, not either. It's no. pretty awesome. So if you guys go in there and rate and review, it's going to help more potential future dead and lovelies. hear the good word. Hell yeah. Of uncle Ben and Hollywood Steve. So be sure to go and rate and review on iTunes before you guys find out what we're doing next week. Steve, where can they follow us online and give us their money at dead lovely podcast? on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. Go check them out.
1: Uh we got that Facebook group. Yes. Now real quick on the Facebook group just for the our streaming chat listeners. Facebook is eliminating their chats function Ooh. on the 22nd. I think they're replacing it with something else, but we're
0: going we'll to try to move out.
1: on over to Discord.
0: We got that Discord, y'all. Discord
1: is a chat without all the Facebook searching and using your, your yeah. terms and deciding who you stuff. are. And, yeah. yeah.
0: And, and it's free. There's no chat yeah, or anything like that. Yeah. So. We,
1: we do have a Patreon exclusive Discord that we haven't really put to use yet but what we will mostly the just regular discord go check it out it's a fun convo be sure to do that we're gonna give us
0: their money paypal doc
1: me slash dead and lovely if you just want to send us a one-time donation or patreon.com slash dead and lovely if you go over there you can help choose which movies we do i'll tell you this right now the we drew uh what was it last week we did what did we do oh ass <laughs>
0: That's not good. I should remember this bad right away.
1: This. It was about hangovers. Oh, The Mist. The Mist. There we the go. The Mist was <laughs> submitted by two listeners. Anaconda was submitted by a listener. And I believe Mandy was submitted by a listener Spoilers. as well. Spoilers. So, oh, right. Not Mandy. That's not the movie I mean, we're that's covering a, that's next week. That's a movie week. that
0: was submitted, but that's not. That the, that's was what we're submitted doing. for sure. Yeah so
1: yeah if you want to if you want to help us determine what movies you're gonna like we're looking at your submissions uh beyond just doing the the drawing we're looking at what you guys are saying you want us to watch i mean if you're giving us five dollars a month we want to give you what you want to hear about yeah so. so be sure to follow us on the
0: patreon what's yeah. what's that url again steve uh, patreon? patreon.com forward slash dead and lovely boom you guys be sure to go over there give us your money if you like this show and help us drive this car towards yeah. a better brighter more horrific future oh. next week on the show we're going to be covering the nicholas cage masterpiece mandy, mandy. which yes. i just watched like actually on my birthday june 27th for the first time Oh uh, yeah we just talked about it and i'm very excited to watch it again and give bit a more in-depth analysis because it is a batshit crazy movie if you guys haven't seen this it's streaming now on shutter um, for free if you use their service and stuff if you don't use shutter you can rent it i'm sure on prime or any of those apps and it is worth whatever you're paying for it it is a yes weird psychedelic trippy metal very fucking strange movie i think that it's awesome so i look forward to giving this thing another watch under a more critical eye and talking about it next week on the show with hollywood steve this was suggested by kevin Corey. boom thanks so much for the suggestion so you guys be sure to tune in next week we're gonna be talking about mandy Drinking some beers. Hell yeah. And having ourselves a good old time. Woo! In the meantime, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We have been Uncle Ben. And Hollywood Steve. And we've been dead and lovely, and you guys have been better than we deserve. We'll see you guys soon. bye
1: Bye. Bye. Check, 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 check,
0: check. Check. Do you ever wonder about, like, when check became the universal standard for what you do with a microphone to see if it's working? And, like, what were yeah. the failed prototype attempts? Right. Like, is it on? Is it on? It's on? <laughs> How on is it? Is it on enough? <laughs> it's just like, you know, what, what was it Alexander
1: Graham Bell wanted people to say? When, ahoy! Ahoy, yeah. <laughs> when you answered the phone. Ahoy!
0: Which I still... I still back ahoy. it 100%. Ahoy. I mean, uh-huh. dude, the guy... Designed it. He should be the authority on what it's to true. say when you answer the fucking question. But phone. Th- let's go ahead and reverse engineer
1: that. The guy who created the GIF says it's pronounced GIF and he's wrong that about it. That guy's an idiot. Yeah. So I
0: saw that recently. Yeah. That is so goddamn infuriating. And you know he's just doing uh-huh. it to be a contrarian. Yep. There's no reason it should be that way. Graphics. Yeah. It's not graphics. It's idiot. not graphics. I bet other people that were trying out mics for the first time, I bet they did stuff like, I'm trying it out. I'm trying it mm-hmm. out. Hello, hello! Ahoy, ahoy, ahoy! <laughs> yeah, I that's think probably that's probably what, what it was. It was originally. I bet ahoy, Alexander ahoy, Grimbell ahoy! Was
1: like, hey, ahoy, ahoy! It's got to catch on.
0: I think that's exactly what I'm gonna do from now on. Every time I'm checking a mic uh-huh. for ahoy. a show, ahoy, 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 ahoy! ahoy. <laughs> Is it working? Is it working? Ahoy!